Okay, all right. I'm good now. Okay. All right. Welcome Fire. to another episode. Oh, what? Fire one ready. <laughs> it was already started. You are, you're already shooting blanks. I mean, uh, wait, what? Well, no, I've, I've never shot a blank in my life. Definitely not. Go ahead. I mean, wait, what? All okay. right. We'd have a shitload more kids if that were the case. <laughs> I would have stopped longer ago. All right. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right. I'll get the agenda back up. Sorry. Snafu. Situation normal. All, all fouled up. This is Snafu. All right, welcome to another episode of Snafu. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Rick. I'm always Rick. Uh, say hi, Dale. Say hey. you giggled. Jeff. Uh, hi, everybody. Pat. Hey, guys. Welcome back. Welcome to another episode of Snafu. We're going to talk about stuff. FAQ, D-Day. Uh, we'll do contest drawings. Uh, we have two of them because August kind of got wishy-washy there. And, yeah, we'll see what else we talk about because we always tangent anyway, right? It's true. Right, Pat? Right, Pat? Uh, yeah, I, I think I should get like a tangent count meter going or something. It'll break immediately. <laughs> if you get a, if you got a counter, I would actually start doing it on purpose. Yeah. Or, or the opposite. Yeah, sure. we're very no. competitive, so, you know. Right, you see who gets the <laughs> What's most. What's that? Tangents. I need a high score this episode? Okay. Yep. You'd have to have one for each of us? Yep. Oh, that sounds awful. That's not this, this is a tangent, by the way. I don't exactly. Know. That's what I, I would immediately I think broke. you started it. I think you started it. All right, so it's you. <laughs> Let's start with winning. Start. I'm winning. One yep. zero 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 zero. All right. All this, right. This contest over. Let's talk about hobby, as we always start our episodes with, since we like the hobby. I, well, some of us like the hobby. I haven't had time to, but um, Dale, I, I saw something you painted. I guess it might have been last month, though. But um, tell us what you're doing. Yeah, I'm just painting miniatures for board games. So sweet. Yeah. Are you going to paint a turd? Um, we'll get to that in a minute. I don't. I don't think I. I am going to paint a turd because um, I want to finish up these board games to take to Auto Break Weekend. Yeah. Um, and there aren't really any turds in the games that I'm. I'm wrapping up. So. Yeah. New. New. New games have cool models. They don't make many turds many anymore. Yeah. I mean, it's it's not like you know a Bestigore or not the Bestigore. What was the the Pumbagore? <laughs> Pumbagore. From Jesus the old Christ, that was hideous. <laughs> So, <laughs> you know, the funny thing is, is I saw a couple people like one of our one of the guys that I know, Johnny Hastings, uh, if you're familiar with who that is, he's pretty well known for painting long ago. Um, he painted a Pumagore and I was like, that actually looks pretty good. Like I'm like, it takes somebody to, with real talent to get that thing to look not like shit. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm assuming he probably converted the shit out of it as well. I, you know, I don't remember if he did or not, but still, he, he made it look good. Yeah, I mean, yeah, probably did convert the shit out of it. That's usually how he makes things look good. But Right, right. And so, I mean, it's just, you know, and when we were talking about what, sh- what we should do, I'm like, oh, well, maybe something a little bit different um, before we get back into the bolt-action stuff. But um, I do have some bolt-action metal figs sitting here that I could have cracked out. Some some multi faces. Yeah, from, from Warlord. Um but again, I'm kind of on that deadline for auto break weekend. I'd like to get yeah. this finished up so 
That's yeah, that's sense. that's before the other thing. Yeah. What's the other thing? In May. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's a long ways away. Yep. Cool. Um, sweet. I I'm next on the agenda. So shit. I guess I'm going to go next. Uh, I have actually been working on something. I I probably not inclined to say what it is though. Um, Ooh. Well, Ooh, right, because because the thing in May, I'm working on my secret project. Uh, I will say I'm working on one model that is literally being. I'm like I'm getting so frustrated. I, I've, I've heard some of your frustration about that. Yeah, <laughs> I've, I've, I bought I bought uh, super glue accelerator to try and like get it to set. Um, I <laughs> I went so far as to buy an alternative model to try and use, and that model sucks as much. And it's from Rubicon, so I'm like. Rubicon's usually pretty reliably like amazing models. Makes Usually's, you wonder how that thing actually works in the field, right? Right. Well, it's it's you know one to one scale, so it's probably a lot easier to make shit work. <laughs> a lot easier to, <laughs> to glue the pieces together. Is yeah, what exactly. you're saying. Yeah, because yeah. that's what they did. We need yeah, twenty eight millimeter duct tape. <laughs> there you yeah, go. that's Jeez. it. Yeah, that would be amazing. Or yeah, anything like that. Or twenty eight millimeter hands. Like just anything to make it work better. But anyway, so yeah, I'm, I'm getting frustrated with some of the stuff, but I got. I've got a ton of models based, uh, like, well, not based, glued onto stuff because all these models are metal, um, which is fun. So I'm exploring my metal fun. Actually, But I'm actually, I'm not going to say what they are, but I, I'm actually super excited about these models because there's, I've been able to find such a high variety of models to do this with that um, I have cool poses and everything, like almost every model is unique, which I think is really nice. So we're looking at about six months of mystery hobby update coming Yep, here. exactly. Well, I maybe not. It'll probably be done by then. I love six months of mystery hobby update. <laughs> Should I just that tell implies, people what it is? I'd rather be around not. for six months, right? We'll be around for six months, won't we? Well, yeah, not we got to sure hit we'll. 70. Yeah, they can't get rid of us that easy. Yeah, until Apple decides to do something about us. Then. The only way Apple's getting rid of us is if they buy us out and we sell out. and you know, it's Living in the Caymans then. No, no, South Dakota. <laughs> Shit, I'm, I'm not selling out. I'll, I'll stay where yeah, I am. Like, is there, the Caymans of North Dakota. Is, is there a Dakota. reservation somewhere <laughs> you know, we could retire yeah. to? So. Yeah, Some, somewhere better. Arizona? I have no idea. All right, Pat, what have you been working on? Uh, so I, I submitted a list for a tournament I'm playing Saturday that we'll probably talk about after the break. Yeah. Um, and the list I came up with, I had, so I, I have my Marines. Okay. But my list had uh, Americans in it. And I'm like, well, Americans aren't Marines. I know everyone's like, ah, you can play them as both, but I, I can't. Let me ask this question. Do you have Marines and Americans in it? Yes. Yeah, that doesn't work then. I would agree that that doesn't work. One or the other, yeah. One or the other. If you yeah. have all of your all your models are modeled like Marines, but they're playing the American infantry, which is a nonspecific selector oh, or a nonspecific unit. Marines get that extra bar, though. Yeah. But veteran, veteran infantry but, get hey, tougher. I, I did. I did have a box of uh, American infantry sitting around because I had to buy something from Warlord and pay the shipping. <laughs> did, wait, did they have U.S. infantry in there? I I had a box. I don't know how long I've had the box. Oh, okay. I, it could have been from that. It could have been from something else. But I did notice that when I, you know, I thought it was you know a brand new box, and so I opened it up, and there's like three or four of the sprues. There's like BARs and dudes missing. I'm like, oh fuck. Okay, <laughs> I've been mm. in this box before. <laughs> I don't think they shipped it this way. But you never I, know. I, I did have enough to make the two squads of okay. American GIs that I have in there, and there was enough bars, so I've got the two bars in each squad. I nice. uh, also had to paint uh, Chaffee 
Okay. Print, mm. print and paint, as a matter of fact, because I wasn't going to be able, I wasn't going to be able to get a, a model shipped fast enough. I checked all the local sources; no one had a chaffee. Mm, that's disappointing. Yeah, it was but. a little bit. Oh yeah, so huh. talk about disappointing. You ready for this one? So you remember a few episodes back, I talked about this company out in the East Coast called Mythicos. Could you Vaguely. not recall this? Um, I I had found uh, someone had a, a, a Panzerwerfer in stock, and they were in the U.S. I'm like, cool. I'm going to be able to get this thing in like inside a week. That will be awesome. So I ordered it, kid you not, June 30th. It came on Monday. Okay, damn. So apparently there was uh, something about... So first of all, they emailed me like, oh, you know, we made a mistake. The sound stock, do you still want it? We have to order direct from Warlord. It'll probably take us a few weeks. I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't need it until September. So that, no, I, I don't need it until August. So that's that's probably fine. Right. And then all of July rolled around and nothing happened. And then the beginning of August rolled around and all of a sudden it got kicked up to their VP of operations is now corresponding with me. He's like, well, you know, what can I get for it? I'm like, you know, here, just give me this whatever, uh, whatever the German truck is with the the flackling on the back, whatever that thing is. He's like, okay, yeah, so when it comes in, I'll send you that, and I'll send you this. Just make up for your time and effort. I'm like, okay, that, hey, that's cool. I'm fine with that. I'll wait. Another <laughs> month goes by. Oh, my. And I'm like, so uh, what's going on with this thing? He's like, oh, you know, uh, yeah, we talked to our Warlord rep, and, you know, it hasn't had, they, haven't, they haven't had it in stock. And I'm like, they make the damn things. Yeah, I bought one from them like, a yeah. month, like three months ago. Right? Mm-hmm. They could just make another one. They use the molds and make a new one. So I finally got a shipping notification and a hey. refund notification. They gave wow. me free shipping and oh. they only sent me the Panzerwerfer and didn't send me the other thing they promised. Oh, So, hmm. you know, wow. <laughs> Sorry, that was that was a tangent but that was worth telling because that was very frustrating. But now, so I, but now I have my second Panzerwerfer. The, the fact that a gaming company has a, or, a, a what did you say? Master of Operations, whatever the hell it was. VP called. of Operations. VP of, yeah, VP of Operations is the guy that runs the store. Like, it's the same Well, dude. so so Mythicos, if you know anything about them, they actually, I think they have two or three gaming stores on the okay. East Coast. So they okay. are, uh, they have, they actually have, you know, come in and learn how to game, come in to learn how to be a, a DM, you know, all oh, cool. matter okay. of gaming and, and workshops and stuff like that. So they're, from my understanding of them and the, how much hype you believe in their website, they are, they think they're a big thing. Well, and to be fair, I mean, the world's in <laughs> chaos still, right? Like, I, I, I don't disagree, but, like, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, sorry about this. You know, I'll give you this $25 thing for free, and I'll get you the thing that you bought. And then all he ended up doing was sending me the thing I bought and then taking off the $7 of shipping. Which is still better than a kick in the nuts, other than the fact that it's super late. But, I, yeah, it's it's, it's tricky getting shipping anymore. If, if yeah, the option right, is yeah. to get it later, get a kick in the nuts. I, I'm not really sure how that's a hard choice exactly. <laughs> I would take it late. Fair. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 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 <laughs> I, I'm just pointing out that it's not. I mean, it still sucks. Yeah. But a lot of companies are having this trouble with with Warlord or anyone for that matter, right? We sure. get shit from sure. them quickly because, right, when you order something from them, they they freaking hand carry it, you know, over overseas, right? It gets on a plane. It doesn't. 
take whatever freaking <laughs> it's the guy that's, boat. It's the next guy. The next time John flies over there and flies back, he's got to carry a bunch of boxes of orders to deliver in the side. <laughs> How do you think they get him here? That John has to go back every like two or three weeks. <laughs> that's probably it too. It's just he's like it takes too long because he gets jet lagged. He's like I can't do this anymore. And he's like I need uh, a break. Do we just call John Russell a warlord mule? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you Apologies. get to at customs all the time. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to know where you had to tuck that Panzerwerfer to get it back. Aww. Right? Uh, Jesus. In his okay. carry-on. I don't know what you guys are thinking. Jesus Christ. <laughs> no wonder he's always turned down my request for bamboo screen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Anyway, so, yeah, so I painted up two squads of American GIs. Those are all done, ready to go. Uh, I, I did have to order some new bases, which showed up and gave me about, you know, uh, a week to get them done, and I got them done in two days, and okay. Chaffee done. Uh, also did a multi-launcher, just because it was fun, and I've, I've printed enough for several friends that I figure I might as well do one of my own. Makes sense. Yeah, I'm not actually using it in the list, because it, it, I think it's going to be a fun tournament, and I don't want to be that guy at a fun tournament, so so I only brought a medium howitzer. Oh, I'll be that guy. Yeah, yeah, I was just going to say, bring all of the things. Actually, you I, know, I don't know uh, if I am that guy. I haven't looked at the list I submitted. You so. brought a freaking truck again? <laughs> I, th- I think I brought a truck again, yeah. <laughs> Did you like the truck the, fir- the first time? Um, I don't know if we ever actually discussed that. No. Uh, no. No, okay. <laughs> no. Okay, all right. Yeah, to be fair, your army doesn't really need mobility. You've already got pretty good mobility. So. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right, okay. Um, Jeff, what have you been working on? Uh, a board, well, writing scenarios for Operation Snafu, which we'll talk yeah, a little more about that yeah. in the future. Yep. Um, and then working on finishing up one of the new objective tables for Op Snafu. So, nice. and I'm excited to see that one. Uh, I'm I'm really trying here. I just don't quite have the talent Dale has, but I'm trying. Damn it. <laughs> so maybe we need to have like hey, a, you know, do, if, do you if, need like a workshop or something? If you want, if you are like, hey, come on over for a couple of hours, I'll let yeah. you bounce ideas off of me, and you know. I might end up there. We'll see. We'll see how this next two weeks goes. Like, I can get it to the spot where I'm happy with it. All right, that, that'll and, be great then. And yeah. the 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 conundrum I'm going to call it conundrum I'm running into is is um, making it look absolutely amazing versus making it something that's you can actually move to a tournament and play a game on. <laughs> you can get just need two card trips. Yeah, that's it's a trick. delicate. Yeah, it's yeah. a delicate thing there. Yeah. So it's it's kind of trying to decide what I what detail I'm willing to sacrifice for the for playability too. Make it know, amazing, like. and then all after I after I do my first trip to drop off half of my board, I, I'm I'll swing by I, and help no, no, pick I up can, other stuff. I, I was gonna help, say I can help pick up. Yeah, yeah. Let, let us know we can closer. we can pick up a week before and get those there to. Right. Yeah, getting it there won't be too much of a well I mean I'm uh, we'll see if I can get it all in one car load this time or not <laughs> yeah, right. it's going to be tight because it's a lot of tables so well, I mean maybe start handing stuff off to Pat a week or two ahead of time yeah I yeah. might I might do that when we get like closer to the clean, a, clean up a table and hand it to him yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, over there. I'm, but I'm less than 15 minutes away from the place so yeah it's almost an hour drive for me so right. oh my gosh yeah yeah you you get one trip only <laughs> <laughs> yeah and, and <laughs> I, I'm not sure. We, like we'll have to talk about that more when we get closer. Yeah. Uh, Saturday night is supposed to be my high school twenty year high school reunion. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to it. You puff. Well, it's actually my twenty one year anniversary. Right, we were supposed to have it last year. They canceled, so now we're doing okay. it this year. As we record, forty five minutes to oper- forty five days to operation staff. Forty five minutes. That'd be rough. Forty five days. Let's work. Let's, let's let's hustle ass. Yeah. Okay. 
Good to know. Yeah, right. <laughs> All right. What else? So, what else you've been working on, Jeff? Anything else? Uh, that's that's the major one. So that's, that's not a that's not a small feat what you've done so far. Right. No, that one's been chewing me up. I got a lot of. I got two armies that I'd like to paint at some point, but they're going to have to wait till probably after November's op snafu, and then I'll then I'll get around to painting them. Just because this is going to consume a lot of time, because I got to get this table done, which it's like three quarters done, you know, but it needs to get gussied up so it looks prettier. Uh, and then I got to go through all my older other tables that have been mostly in bins for two years, make sure they all look good. Right. So, yeah. which I think they will, but. <laughs> You never know. You get some know. weird garden gnome stomping on all your shit when the while it's in storage. Right, and well, and one of the things I I think I said this uh, quite a while ago now, but where I was kind of trying to hit a point where I was done making new tables and just improving my older tables <laughs> bit by bit. And the problem is, is I keep getting ideas for new tables and not well, and <clears> getting around to have, fixing up the old ones. We have new t- themes and shit too, though. Like that's yeah. you know, like it's inevitable that you're gonna have we're gonna have some some element of new things, which I think is good to a degree to have some new elements at a, at a tournament, especially yeah. when people have such high expectations of what we do, I guess. Or maybe they have really low expectations and they're just really happy. I have no idea which one it is. It's one of those. One of those. <laughs> I'm, hoping it's, I'm hoping it's a first, but I don't know. You're I don't right. know why I have high, people have high expectations on this. But. Right. Well, and we're also, I mean, bigger, longer, and uncut this year than we've been any year previous. Dude, so. Lord. Oh my God. so that's a little bit of extra pressure to add tables in. So, Yeah. Right, especially yeah. And Since we've yeah. we've basically been sitting on them for two years, we haven't done anything. Well, have we? Have and they're we, crawling out of the woodwork. We're, uh, last last I checked, we are over thirty, so there's only like four or five spots left. We at I think at the last time I looked at the numbers, this is this is this was a pat on the back, you guys. This made me super happy to see. We were on par with the forty k competitive event. Yeah. Wow. Which is makes me feel really good. Like you know, obviously that's the the premiere of all premier games at this point, and I, I mean, I guess in my opinion, um, and we were keeping pace with them. I, obviously, we're going to stop much sooner than them because, Lord knows, I don't think we can find a hundred bolt action players in anywhere. Um, in but, the tri-state area, yeah, we'd be. I think you have more than tri-state. I think you have more than tri-state. You'd have to get at least the entire Midwest. You'd have to get every Chicago player, all in Nebraska. South Dakota. You'd have to get all of them. I don't think you can still get to 100. Yeah. You'd have to pick a nice central location like Des Moines. <laughs> or Kansas, Kansas City might be a good choice if you want to do something like that. You can get all it's the really southern, far like, for Miss, us. Missouri. I just, it's, it's I mean, I've made, hours. I was going to say I've made the run in six hours. Don't yeah. tell the state troopers. <laughs> uh, it's don't supposed ha- to take longer, Rick. <laughs> I know. You don't have to. The Iowa, uh, the Iowa auto cameras will... Take oh, your yeah, that, that didn't exist there. when I did the six yeah. hour cannonball. Run, so. <laughs> They'll just the mail last, you the ticket three weeks later. It's all good. Yeah, the last time I drove through Iowa, I got one of those. I was yep. super happy. It was, yeah, I, I'm like, okay, I'll just pay this because I don't want to deal with it. And I want right. to drive through Iowa at some point in my life. Yeah. Otherwise, I would have been like, no, I'm good. Yeah. It is what it is. It is what it is. Yep. But anyway, yeah, cool. so that's that's been my hobby. So hopefully, when people have come to Snafu, have fun with the scenarios. And hopefully the tables don't look like garbage. I don't think they will because I'm only well, supplying like ten of the tables. So <laughs> only saying, ten. it's most of we had last year, and they weren't there last year, last time. Right. By the way, autocorrect. Every time I say last year, I do mean last time because well, 2020 doesn't time. exist. It's all good. Don't no, worry. it got Co- just Co- COVID year. Yeah, COVID year doesn't removed. exist in the books. We we mulliganed that one. We don't. I count. think if 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 I ran as a politician, I, my my platform would be we just erase 2020 and we go back. To 2020, like this year's not. Yeah, we just call it never happened. Yeah, it just never happened. Never the never happened. happened year. 
sure, why not? I'm trying to work that <laughs> out in my head. Just like, <laughs> just but it's, it's funny because I, I talk to people at work and they 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 say you know like well oh you know I haven't I haven't done talked to that person in you know two years. I said, don't you mean three? Oh shit! Yeah, you're right. It's been exactly. three years. It's just like yeah. everyone forgets that year yeah. in there because yeah. it was it was crap. Because it's a lost year. Yeah. Right. I mean, you know, even the the challenge coins you're getting, Jeff, those those have 2020 on them. Yep. For, <laughs> the Olympics, for Christ's sake, were the wrong year. I mean, and, it's, and the Olympics had 2020 yeah. all over them. Right. Yeah, they didn't want to retrademark it, which is hilarious. Yeah. Exactly. So, so, so I mean, it is what it is. We'll have fun. Our you, the the our swag will not be 2020. We did not make swag last year, so we have 2021 stuff on our stuff. That's right. Yeah. So we're that cool. We're that good. So if you come right. across Snafu 2020 merchandise, it's counterfeit. And it's absolutely counterfeit. <laughs> Don't pay we're, anything for it. We're, we're frankly kind of impressed, and we'd like to know where we could get one. <laughs> I'm uh, selling them out of my trunk. <laughs> this little side hustle I got going. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Wow, that that really can't even pay for itself. No, for sure. <laughs> I'm still in the home. <laughs> Worst side hustle ever. Yeah, pretty close. Uh, Off-branding uh, no. Snafu stuff. Mm. <laughs> You never know, man. I, I, you never know. <laughs> just, I don't think I make money doing it. The world's a weird place. It, it is. That is. You know what? There's probably, there's probably even a magazine for it too. We just don't know about it. We, we probably are somewhere in a magazine. I'm guessing. I get emails on the regular about like, do you want to use our cool new software and get hooked up with all these ad companies? And I'm like, oh my god. I'm like, I want nothing to do with any of this because that sounds like a job. Like, <laughs> and, and I'm like, and it's got to be a, it's got to be a scam somehow. I'm like, I'm not gonna, we're not gonna make more more money ourselves if we do it that way, I'm sure. That's yeah. that's not how any of this works. But anyway, speaking of hobby stuff. Wait, we're making we money? Have, <laughs> I mean, we have we have money in the bank, yeah, but we just use it all on stuff like we what we're about to do. Yeah, we just recycle for prize supports. Yep. Right, and, and, and hobby prizes because we are doing that still. So let's, We uh, love let's, giving stuff away. I, you know, I, I actually do enjoy doing this and it's, it is a fun thing. So, um, we have a drawing for our two last months because August happened to be we recorded before the end of August or before the end of August is that what happened yeah I made you guys like, jump the gun yeah we, the we had to get ahead of it just because of timing up, and yeah. schedules and stuff yeah so I have August drawing first so let's do that one first um, we had 15 people do it which is awesome um, and Hellcat 64 you just won yourself a gift card because nice. I think this we're just going to do is gift cards. So yeah, until we find something cooler, I might do something special for our next, our uh, our the one that we have coming up here. <laughs> we'll get to that in a second. Um, so that was August, and then we have September as well because we are just on the ball tonight. And that one is one eye. So I'm going to reach out to both you guys and get you guys the gift cards you get. So congratulations, thank you um, for doing this still i'm super excited to see how many people um how many people are still doing it on a regular basis yeah when i did the it. really long tank so <laughs> the, what, what the chart 2c I think. yeah the chart oh two, yeah. yeah oh is that okay yeah you went back and looked at which ones they were yep. was that the hellcat or was that one I? that was one i okay so. so he i will say i'm a little disappointed in the lack of creativity in the in the september month considering that was like do whatever the heck you want. 
Like, since some people did it, but then a lot of people were like, I'm just going to pay bold action. Well, I mean, if that's what they've got on there. I know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, a, that's all right. Yeah. I, I still was like, I want to see some cool shit. I want to see somebody paint a giant Nagash or something. I wanted something big and cool, but I guess I should have just painted it myself then. Ooh, that's a, that's a good candidate for the first Nagash model is a good candidate for our next, uh, <laughs> the next contest. For this month's. Yeah, let's talk about this. <laughs> this. This one's great. So, Dale, you came up with this one. Why don't you tell us what you, what you came up with? Uh, Polish a turd is what I called it. And so, I mean, for for the folks that have been um, modeling for a long time, you may have seen just any number of miniatures come across your desk or in magazines, whatever the case may be. And the miniatures that they're making now, especially the really good miniature companies, are so much better than, oh, for sure. than what, what there has been. Yes. we may have been trying to work with Warhammer 5th Edition or something like that. And so... Right. Um, but... You know, if you've been in the hobby for any length of time, you have a big pile of stuff that's sitting around that you might not be looking at. And um, some of those models are probably pretty bad. And so, oh, sure. and so the idea was, you know, to kind of challenge yourself to pick up one of those just terrible things and and try to turn it into something really, really nice. So polishing a turd is, is what it's referred like, to. Like the, the limited edition dog from the... God, that's, oh, that's right. That's right. So, that's the devil so dog. The devil yeah. dog. Yeah. Dog that looks like hey, it came out of the movie. I also, thing. Like, would also yeah. like to point out that if you go and double check our checklist, because I know you've all got that printed out next to your hobby station, uh, oh, having totally, a model yeah. that you've had for three years or more is on that checklist. So if you got if you got a turd that you had for three years or more, you can check that off too. Right. And so the, the first the first Nagash model from Games Workshop. Or Citadel Miniatures, probably at that point, um, was truly awful. I mean, it, yeah, it was. yeah. And truly. so that would be a good candidate for, or or the Pumbagore that we were referring to that came a couple yep. editions later. So, well, yeah. there were a lot of old Warhammer models that would would, in my opinion, qual- it, even if they were good at the moment. Which a lot of those models were really good at the moment. Like, of course, like these people improved. You know, they like learned anatomy and started using anatomy to like make art. Like, you know, they, they got so much better. So even, like, their old shit that we were, like, I was super excited about when I was younger, right? When I was 16 and I look at a, you know, a dwarf from GW. Yeah. It's like, this is the best thing ever. And I look at it now, I'm like, whoa, what happened? That thing was awful. <laughs> so, you know, right? Because even, even the iterations of dwarves between when I started and the end, you know, the end times, per se, you know, they were such different models, right? Now there's now they're all, like, freaking slayers and shit. I don't know. Uh, needless to say, it took all of 15 seconds for someone to make the Turd Ferguson joke. So there's that. Uh, rest in peace, Norm. <laughs> it took me a while to remember where that came from. I'm like, no, Turd Ferguson, why do I know that? And I'm like, oh, my God, okay. Wow, it was very relevant in the moment. And so we've already had two uh, two submissions. We've got a couple of, um, of old metal Corsairs that Tom B. put up. And then ZFG's got the General Lee up here for what he's identified as Martian Racing Federation. So. Is that is that's a game, right? Like Martian Racing Federation. I think so. I, I was hoping it was. I was hoping it was Gaslands. Isn't everything a game at this point? I mean, right? They've gamified everything, so sure. I mean, even if not, there's probably soon to be on Kickstarter. <laughs> yeah, I mean, right. I mean, well, we've gamified painting things at this point, right? We're giving away stuff if you paint stuff. So there's that, dude. I think the biggest problem with those Corsairs isn't that they're the models themselves, it's that they're metals and then they're going to tip over all the time. Mm-hmm. That's my beef with them, quite honestly. I don't know. 
That's just me, baby. Or maybe that's just me in every... Um, Jesus, why can't I even name Wings of... What is the hell is the game called? Blood Red Skies? Blood Red Skies. There we go. I think I'm just mashing a bunch of different games together. Sorry. I'm, I'm no Warlord fanboy. <laughs> Sorry. Metals were uh, a rough choice there, so... Yeah, I think that was a necessity more than a want. I, I agree, but man, it was it was rough. They needed to come up with a better system if they were going to do that. They needed to make their bases wider or something. Well, I mean, they sold those, or didn't sell the. They came with that extra giant oval base for the metal miniatures, so it was there. It's just, it was just so big when you tried to play with them. It was just right. kind of obnoxious. I mean, when the, there somewhere. when the base is like three times the size of the plane, you're sort of like, mm, not working. Right. Looks like they're fixing with all the new releases, though. They're all going to be resin or plastic, so. So I think, yeah, I think the metals were a stopgap for them trying to get yep. up to date on resin. That's probably what it was, in my opinion, but. Yep, I'm pretty sure you're right. We'll never know. Well, we might maybe, know maybe we'll, if they ever admitted it, but that's okay. <laughs> they were just <laughs> waiting to acquire the right company that had Yeah, the they were waiting to acquire, acquire a resin right. plane company. <laughs> yeah. they're, they're just holding out. Like, we can hold out just a little bit longer. All right. <laughs> So, so you find your turd and put it on our on our Discord if you want to. Um, you could win a twenty five dollar gift card. I don't know what we'll do after this. Maybe we'll talk about and look, as a group. We're going to talk about what we do next. We might do something even more interesting. Could look next. at the checklist. Yeah, look at the checklist. Yeah, we could do that too. And that actually, deal. there's probably plenty of things in there for. I, shit, I got. I mean, I even painted one in August. I got. A, I got a model painting. Take that. <laughs> <laughs> Did not own, I did not own it for three years, though, so it doesn't count. Oh, wow. It was it, definitely a never worth it, though. No, no, pans are worth it. That's what it was. All right. Let's, let's talk about some other stuff. Let's talk about, let's talk about the fact that came out, because I'm sure everyone else has already read about it. And, and Facebook and has Facebook jumped is, all over it. Yeah, and for sure. And, and you know, uh, spoiler alert, I have some resolve for all of you that jumped all over that shit. So. Yeah, let's, let's go for it. Let's do it. What's in there? What's right. in there, Pat? Uh, so the first page was unchanged. Shocked. Yeah. The uh, first yeah, of what? Fifty pages at this point. Thirty-two. Oh, not that. Bad. Oh, they've <laughs> ch- they cut they cut it down. They've they've they must have smashed. They shit must have together, changed the so formatting and changed yeah. the, uh, the <laughs> they changed the, the margins. <laughs> the, the snafu guys are giving us shit for a thirty-five page FAQ. We better get it down a couple pages. <laughs> well, they're uh, not wrong. They're still not wrong. 32 pages is still unacceptable in my opinion. So in all books, the Renault R35 tanks, in all books where they appear, change the mounted, the hull mounted MMG to coaxial MMG where the supplies reduce the cost by 5 points. Sorry, Thanks guys. for nerfing it, Jesus. Yup. Yeah, that kind of sucks. Well, I, I, I'm not going to look at pictures where it can do that of what this looks like. It doesn't have one. Okay. It it's the right, it's the right call. But <laughs> oh, it does not have a hull mounted. No, Jesus, no. <laughs> Fine, then. I mean, okay. Reduce the cost of the tank by five points. That doesn't. That's bullshit. That's not a five point downgrade. That's a lot more points. That, I, that should be at least ten, in my opinion. Uh, there was the back in the day the WWPD guys put out the the breakdown. I think I posted this there Discord a couple times of uh, the, all the tank point costs of everything. So. Uh, like, did they go back and like reverse engineer it? Is that what yeah, they did? Basically. Yeah, basically. Like, yeah, yeah. Shit? yeah. Okay, okay. Like, if if they reverse engineered it, that's cool. If they just made a throw points, it doesn't. Matter. No, no, no. It doesn't count. Pretty like, con- doesn't matter. Pretty consistent. Yeah. Okay. Well, and it should be right. That's. I mean, that's the whole point of this game, right? Yep. Cool. And they acknowledge that medium auto cannons weren't really ever a thing, and that they're supposed to be heavies. 
Okay, sure. Yeah, because if you look at your chart, there's, there's lighter, there's heavy, there's there's no medium listed on there. There's no such so. thing as a medium auto cannon, apparently. No. Hmm. Well, there wasn't. Or at least not rules-wise, I, I guess. <laughs> right. Uh, I can't speak much else. And thank God the U.S. got another vehicle, and it's a flamethrower. It was desperate for we needed it. Yeah, the E7-7 mechanized flamethrower. <laughs> so, 145 okay. points regular. It's got a turret-mounted flamethrower, coaxial MMG, 8-plus uh, reinforced armor. The tank's front armor is reinforced, so it's a 9-plus to the front. But it's still got the volatile, like any other flamethrower tank does. Thanks. Yeah, right? I don't know who is who is jumping on them saying, you guys are completely forgetting about this brilliant power tank that they had. Okay, so here, so here's my problem with it. So, like, the, the little uh, blurb above is like, chassis, you know, blah, blah. Only four of these flamethrower tanks were produced, and it's like, they all had names starting with F, such as Flaming Fanny and Fire Buggy. For fuck's sake, two more tank names, you had it all four up there. <laughs> <laughs> such such as these two of the four. Right. Just name all four of them at that point. Come on, guys. Yeah. And, and the fact that it's based on a steward, it's just like, okay... Did you really need this, guys? Satan wasn't bad, wasn't right. Enough. There wasn't plenty. I mean, exactly. someone out there, some rivet counter wanted an E seven seven. No offense to you guys, but you could have had one and just said it was a Stewart. It would have been fine. Yeah. How, well, how does it point? Why it's the same? Uh, it's about the same, isn't it? Yeah. Feels like it's the same. One forty five. Okay. I forget yeah. what the Stewart is. I don't have easy army. The Satan. Yeah, I don't have easy army open either. So I'm what? Satan. Blasphemous, Rick. Dude, I have to try and like run all this shit. My internet sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Let's keep moving. All right. Um, so, remember they added the uh, Polish motorbike section last FAQ. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Well, well, they oh, FAQ yeah. the FAQ, and now you can you can have one bar in there. Is this a, if it's FAQ or an errata, it's an errata, right? Yeah, this I guess this, this, is book. Book. this is now so, an errata. Yeah. They errata the errata. This this is the book. Yes. This is this is gospel. So it is written. So it shall be true. So say we all. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I feel like she'd be kneeling or eating, eating a wafer or something at this point. All right, now we get into the FAQs. Yes, no. So this no. is the the not official, but the opinions of the powers that be. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> so is this Marcus or Alessio? Uh, no uh, offense, Marcus. My my understanding is that they they channel to the committee and then Alessio tells them what they think. <laughs> It seems seems like a worthy, seems worthy like your effort. Is, is he not the the writer of the the Bible per se of this particular game? Unless unless it's related to how many toes a certain campaign book has, and then they have to go and ask that author, right? Because that's the important thing for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Uh, so the scenario in the attacker defender scenario twelve, they acknowledge that it is not actually an attacker defender because those words are never used in the scenario. Okay. So now, instead of being six and six, you've lost another chance at an attacker defender. So there's just another snub to the talent. Exactly. Little, little twist of the knife. Side note: I feel like that's a theme going in here. Someone, someone discovered the Italians weren't, you know, losing every game they played. So there's just a couple more no, subtle which nerfs. Is, which is funny though, because I do recall this being a dilemma with this one, where I'm like, I think I've actually played an Italian player in this. I'm like, where does it say who's the attacker and who's the defender? How do we determine this? It doesn't. We're just like, screw it, roll it. Okay, fine, great. Like, it wasn't a big deal, but it was still, like... It's kind of a big deal that they messed up in their main rule book, but... (laughs) (laughs) Well, and how about the fact that, so what, 2015 this came out? You know, six years later, they're like, oh, yeah, I guess that really isn't an attacker defender scenario. That took took a long time to actually catch. I'm kind of surprised it took that long. Well, I just think everyone read it and didn't care. 
So, so now. But now the that they've is, got these Italian models coming out, <laughs> got to make sure to really <laughs> got to make all. sure that yeah, hey, don't don't play this one as now, Italian. Now, the real problem I have is who has a D seven? Since uh, now goes in the I other set of six, right? Yeah, I don't think that even exists, quite honestly. So, um, yay to just throwing one out. Was one right. of those kind of bad anyway? I'm sure one of them is pretty bad. Pretty much, yeah. Man is no man. Oh no, that's an attacker defender. Top secret's right? terrible. That's the right. Is that a, a that's is a that a attack? Okay, yeah, top secret says you're right. Let's replace. So it's demolition. Don't work But sure. that's that's a different podcast. This not really. That's this no. podcast. Sorry, that's just that's, a different episode just, of this yeah. podcast. Yeah, that's, there you go. <laughs> that's a previ- yeah. previous episode of this podcast. Uh, so the next one is this is okay. So this one's got a little can of worms and oh my god, of little can of worms. <laughs> so if a heavy bullshit. artillery piece is not deployed, like in a scenario where everything starts off the map. And the army does not include a tow or towing vehicle. <clears throat> Doesn't mean the artillery piece cannot enter the battle. Is it lost like a reserve that fails to enter? We'll make an exception to this rule in this case, <laughs> allowing heavy guns <laughs> to start off the table and have no tow. A single six-inch move when they enter the table is the first wave, or from reserve. No outflanking. Imagine that a horse-drawn limber or a vehicle has towed them to the very edge of the table and then has hastily retreated. You know, you know how I imagine that at the end when imagine a horse-drawn limber or vehicle tows them on the table, right. they paid for it. Yeah, right, right. I mean, that's the whole point of having one of those things is that you have to tow it on the table. Right. So, and I w- so there's there's an email chain that went around between uh, myself, Paul Walker, John Russell, and Alessio. And the reason, the thoughts that Alessio had in this is like, hey, you know. Someone makes their list, and they show up at a club, and they randomly roll a scenario and play it, and then this popped up. They didn't have a toe because they, you know, they were just randomly rolling the scenario, and that's why he thought, you know, hey, this, this is this doesn't feel right. This feels like I'm cheating that person of their experience, and so that's why th- this came. Th- in. Why the f- would you write it that way? Like that's, I mean. First, first and foremost, it doesn't cover super heavies. Uh, hang on. Or, oh, okay, so, there's more. So, wait, so wait, I asked that more. question. Uh, I said, Alessio, was the term and super, heavy, and super heavy left out intentionally? Reading our correspondence, I believe it was missed and it was intended to be there. His response was, yes, I should have added and super heavy for completeness. Okay. We'll do the next right. FAQ. Okay. Jesus H. Christ. <sighs> it doesn't make it better, in my opinion. No, it doesn't. Okay, well, hang on. It could be worse. Uh-oh. Okay. Oh, <laughs> wait, there's more. So if you read this rules really as written, and, and you have a tow or transport in your list that you wrote the list and you're like, okay, I want my troops to be in it, but it can tow this heavy or super heavy. Now, in order to get to the table, are you either required to use that to tow the super heavy on, and therefore you can't put your troops in it? Because you have a tow in the list that can carry the heavy or super heavy. Yeah, and the rule specifically says you have no tow. Right. So I asked that question. Anyone <clears throat> has 10 of them, though? I don't understand. What's that? Most people have 10 of them, I guess. Have 10 of what? Toes. Jesus Christ. Jeez, wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. I had, I had to get in there. Um, so, uh, so I asked the question, know. if a player has a transport in their list that could move one of these guns, are they required to use it as such, or they can leave it with leave the, the gun with that. no toe and put the troops in the transport? And he I said, 
they can leave the gun on its own and use the tow as a transport. Oh, as transports and tows are not attached to specific units in the game, but only when picking the army. Oh, wow. Uh, okay. Okay. Well, I... Can we start pitching about it yet, or, or is there more? <laughs> are there more things that we need to do? Not in this FAQ. <laughs> okay, all right. Okay, so there's going to be more to come, for sure. But what? Okay. Let's start with I'm not in favor of any correction for people that write lists poorly. Okay, so here's yeah, here's yeah. the thing. Um, when they went, they said for competitive gold level, you can only use armies of. A horse toe is not in any armies of. I think it might be in uh, armies of Germany, but that's it. I think it, I think it was in a, it was in a theater campaign book. No, I think the okay. I think the fact actually added it though to. I thought the errata added it in generic and if, reinforced okay, here, Yeah. Here, but okay. here's here's what I have to say. Here's what I have to say though. Is 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 it better for them to say now nah, you don't need a tow, or is it better for them to say every unit gets the host the the uh, horse tow? Right. Uh, like to me, that would make more sense for them to just add the unit to every army instead of them saying like now nah, we just don't need a tow anymore. Like that doesn't just give every army access to taking the fucking horse toe. I, th- I think right, they did exactly. that. I thought they did that too. Yeah, they but did, I thought they, they did that three. They so. did that. the The issue isn't that they didn't have access to it. The issue was some guy inadvertently shows up and can't bring his his heavy artillery onto the table. Right, because and and you he didn't know feeling, about bringing the toe. And you feeling like you're cheating the guy are incapable of saying, we'll just fudge that rule for this game because you didn't know that. So instead we have to change the rule game, yeah. for everybody. If it's a club right. game, sure, yeah. Right, like if the, if the idea is, if his, if his example is like, imagine somebody coming down to the club and playing with a heavy and being like, no, nope, you can't bring it on. Like, what club mate have I ever said, no, screw you, I don't want you to have a fun time. But if you're coming to a tournament, like, you I mean, don't I do know that what sometimes, scenarios you're playing, and you're building a list around all the scenarios. You're not building it around a singular scenario. It, if someone submitted a list to one of my tournaments that I was reviewing their army list for, and I noted that they had this type of weapon yeah. that didn't have a yeah. toe, I would tell them. Yes. Right. Not but every anymore. TO puts that little scrutiny. You know, I'm, I'm saying me as me as a TO, if I'm, when I'm reviewing a list, I am looking for stuff like this. Sure. Because right. I've even, which is, I've even yeah. said so much as, do you realize how irrelevant this unit you're using is <laughs> to what? one particular person? So, again, I'm trying to figure out what you need. If it's if it's a poor list build, that's on the player. You know, you shouldn't change have to change the rules of the game for everybody. I, I guarantee they'll do it once, and then they'll be like, never mind. I will. I will like I'll bring a tow, or right. <laughs> I'm not bringing a heavy anymore. Which is the that would be sad. Like that's not cool, but. Ah, uh, it's just so. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what else to say about it other than that. I just don't think it's. I don't think it's. Well, it's. I just don't like it. it I, I think. Well, I'll just okay. speak for myself. Um, it feels like an unnecessary change. For for sure. So. I agree, hundred percent. I think every German German army player is jumping up and down because now they don't have to pay an extra forty six points to bring their eighty eight on. Oh, for okay, hundred percent. Well, I mean, sure, fine. Not as of now. I've so there you go. German army finally time. got a boost. Yay! You still have to <laughs> buy a freaking eighty eight. Well, yeah, but you don't have to spend an extra forty six points to bring it on the board. Sure, you're not paying the tow tax on it for sure. Well, once the uh, once the formal right of adding super heavy in there. It's right, gets but even on. so, they could still get dragged down by a horse before they didn't have to buy the forty six dollar forty six point one. No, right, okay. right, because they could take a they could even take a mule team, couldn't they? 
Yes. I thought they yeah. had uh, I think only the too. horse was actually in the FAQ, but I would no, have maybe to, it was. I would maybe have to read the stuff. That yeah, yeah. Horse drawn limbers. Okay. The horse drawn limber is in there for sure. Now, but so like you can still drag on a super heavy with that, as far as I remember. Yes. Let's let's take this one further because uh, that's all. All of those things are a problem. But the way this rule is written, I still think this nerfs the Italians again. Yes. Because the Italians yeah. have the rule where you can't run the first turn of the game. So yeah, you can't you bring, and you have to use a run order to tow on a heavy gun, okay? Yep. Or push on a gun, right? And they're like, oh, okay, so your gun can't come on the first turn, it takes you out around a shooting. Well, this is a special single six-inch move. It doesn't say a run order or an advance order. It's just yeah, a special magical... No, I asked about that, too. It is considered a run. Yeah, well, the yeah, rules don't say that. that. I know that. But that. The rules say, don't fucking say that, and the fact isn't going to get updated for how many months? Well, uh, all this is going into the players' pack for Operation Snafu, so... Well, that's good, because at least we're on top of it, but... <laughs> We've got it from the right person, it's just whether when when whoever makes the PDF decides to do his job. He yeah. has to smash more of this in, so he gets it down to 31 pages. Yeah, this... Um, he said no, right here, yes, no, this would be considered a run order. Okay, so you need to say that for sure. Yeah, that yeah. needs to be made clear. Like, I, my line of thinking was that it was considered a run, Jeff, just from a standpoint of, like, the only thing they have as an option to move is to run. Yeah. That makes sense to yeah, me. I, it has the, to be a the, run. The, the team weapon says you can't move with an advance. And right. all of these things I agree on, except that's not what the rule says. Right, it's not Well, it, again, it's not a rule, it's a fact. Right, except it's creating a new rule for a yeah. single six-inch move. Not right. a single, In, not a run order, not an advance order, a single six-inch move, which is some fact, magical fucking rule made up out of nowhere. At some point, when people are writing these facts, they're going to need to start consulting people that are actually still playing this game in a competitive environment so we don't have snafus like this in the rules. Come on, let's call it a foobar, Jeff. That's okay, a, I'm sorry, a foobar. Let's run our, run our great name. Sorry, I was on that email, and I, 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 I missed it, too. <laughs> yeah. I, so. It's a very weird... weird, weird I, didn't, I didn't know what the final wording was going to be, so... Because we had, we had talked about that being a run in our email chain too, so yeah, it's fine. Like that's not that's not your fault. That's it's not. Right I'm not blaming you. you. I'm just saying right. that like. Well, no, you just said they need to consult people actually play the game competitively, they do. and that that'd be me. Well, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know what their play testing groups look like. Um, right. But you know, clearly. Well, I to be fair, if their play test, I mean. I will, I will, I will say this. I have never once in any of the competitive Facebook groups or any other shit that we are a part of, or listening to, or seeing, has ever said, "You know what we really need? We need to get rid of toes for heavies." Mm-hmm. Like that's never been a that's never been a discussion that's ever come up in any other, like as far as I can tell, any other podcast or other format I've ever a forum <coughs> I've ever seen has ever said that. Right. Well, I mean, this well, feels like some weird guy just got hosed yeah. and he was complaining about it, unless you decided to. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. All of our back and forth on the fact and this rule in particular. Um, for me, this isn't even the most controversial rule update slash. Okay. Oh, there's two more. That well, the one I'm referring to isn't in the fact. So, but we can finish the fact. And, let's let's yeah. keep going. All right, so All right, let's let's finish the fact. Okay, so next one is uh, flamethrowers against a building. They miss. Now you can still roll to catch the building on fire. So now we're keeping track of misses. Well, we're not you keeping track of misses. Whatever, fine. I don't care. That one's that one's not a big deal to me, I guess. Yeah. What? So you just roll once, though. You like I rolled it. I rolled it. Right. So you rolled. It's oh, a, a four oh, plus. The building catches on yeah. fire. Sure. But you know, 
up until this point, if you missed, you didn't do anything. But now you're now misses have effects. Now that unit in the building might have to come out, and I just think it opens up to the other questions of what do you do? Are you now going to track all the other misses? Well, I mean, it's a buff to flamethrowers. So. It is, yeah. Yeah, I, I I see both sides of this one. I kind of agree with Pat that like it opens Pandora's box towards oh my mortar shot missed. Where does it land? Yeah, are you yeah, are you, you know, now going to go back that. to, to uh, Empire mortars with scatter base? I hope not. Sure. Well, I know. It's a complication. Maybe. I don't think the game needs. I agree. Yeah. I mean, at, at a certain point, we're we're foregoing some things that are realistic for things that make the game keep moving, and this is one of them. You know, not keeping track of the what if the building catches on fire if I miss keeps the right. game moving. Yeah, right, just right. I mean that's, that's there are no buildings. Everything's a room. Done. <laughs> there are only there are only buildings in your head. What? Something like that. Uh, my my light bulb just went off about that last FAQ though, so I'm going to go back to for one second. I'm sorry to tangent right away. I'd be okay. I'd be more okay with this rule if it was the first thing you had to put down on the table, so that everyone could basically play around it. Right, if an eighty-eight was placed before the before the battle started, it would be wherever it was, right? You know what I'm saying? Like it, it would have already been there. It would not have been rolled in at the last second. So if you want to put it out first, that's fine. I don't like that. I still, I don't still like it, but it's at least a way to alleviate some of the problem of like, I, I'm at least going to be able to eliminate lines of fire because I know where it is. I don't know. Anyway, that's just my thought on that one. Uh, the flamethrower thing doesn't bother me. Whatever. I guess I see the point though. What you're saying though about it. Now you're tracking misses, and, and, but but is it like is it really that big of a deal to like you're rolling you're rolling oh I missed okay now I'm rolling it's, that okay now I'm rolling fuel out of yeah. fire, fuel in, in isolation it's not a big deal but it it goes against um, the design principle um, that Alessio has has talked about in past interviews where sure. it's you know Fair. we're foregoing a realistic approach to the game in order to keep things moving and more abstract yes. so that the game can flow that makes sense. I agree. Yeah, because I guess you don't roll to see if the building collapses if you don't hit it. Right, my ambulament, you know, Molotov launcher, when it, it's, I'm not rolling, well, actually, if I miss, I do roll on a vehicle on a six that catches on fire, so. Yeah. And if I hit a building, but I don't hit the unit, in, I do check on the high explosive to drop the building, so. You're right. right. I guess there's okay, a little fine. bit of a precedent there, so. Well, uh, t- to me, this isn't, Let's see where this goes. Yeah, I think that's the big thing, right? If it's if so, if, if you roll an eighteen in a building and miss the target, you do still roll to see if it falls. Indirect, indirect. So you like, so if I roll an indirect and I hit a building, yeah, like with a ne- for a nebelwerfer is where this comes up at. Okay, so if you're you're rolling to the roof, the next floor, the next correct, floor, the next yeah. Floor. So or like, if it hit the unit, so if your unit's on the first floor and my round explodes on the third floor, I still roll to see if I drop the building. Sure, yeah. okay, because you still at least hit the building. Miss, yes, but you still technically missed, right? Right, I missed, but I still hit the building. You hit right. the building, you missed the target. Right, at least you hit something. Right, <laughs> flamethrowers seem like a good place to, to explore this idea. Sure, like it's not a big deal to me. All right, moving on. Let's yeah, let's let's move. All right, so the next one. Can Recky Vehicle make an escape move whilst under an ambush order? I thought the main rulebook says they could do that already. I don't know what this was necessary for. I thought it did, too. Yes, they can if they do so. Now, here's here's where it gets dicey. Yes, they can. If they do so, they, of course, lose the advantages of ambush. Yeah. Uh Sure. So does any other unit. 
as their dice's turn to advance run after the escape move. What? No, that's not right. It goes down, right? It's after the escape move, you're supposed to go down. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a few ways of you to be down. Yeah. So, I mean, this this should be worded to be after it has made its advance or run order. Right. As the escape move, it should go down. Yeah. I think this is just bad wording. Yeah. It's just, it needs to be just clarified, but it's not a big deal. Because otherwise, you're, you're changing the scope of that. You're, you're giving a lot of power to recce vehicles. Because, you know, uh, assaulting them, if they have a run order next to them, you can't. That's right. Yeah. If they have right. no order, you're wounding them on a 4 plus. If they yep. have an advance, it's a 6 plus. So you're giving way too much power to that recce. I, I think that, yeah, I think Jeff, all Jeff said it right. Tank. That's just poor. It's bad wording, yeah. I agree. For all those tank hunters out there, for sure. So, and this will be clarified in the Operation Snap Pack because that's yep. not what it is. That's not what it says in the main rulebook. Yeah, I think we should stick with what the main rulebook says. Yeah. Uh, then they just clarified when partisan bombs are set. I, I think we all kind of knew this. That they're yep. after both sides have finished, but before any other, you know, lead the way terrorist stuff and bombardments. Makes sense. Yeah. Uh, and then someone with a really dumb question about. Apology to whoever actually asked this question. But <laughs> 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 Snipers ignore all hit penalties oh, except for pins and losing their partner, Spotter, it's actually called. Uh, if you're using hidden setup, does any hidden setup... No, it's a cover bonus. They gain no yeah. benefit from it. So yeah, Hidden setup's a cover bonus. And yep. yeah. I wish it was. I wish it didn't let you shoot them. Um, right? I feel like somebody's entirely too enamored with what snipers do in this game. That sure. Snipers are way... Way, way, way too good for what they are in this game. They're super good. Well, I mean, yeah, yes, they're oh, so good. I'd never run them. You still have to hit with them, but right. like when you yeah, hit with them, hit they're with them they're them just stupid good. Yeah. Like this is this is sort of like someone when they're a little kid like loves snipers. You know, like they saw one too many sniper movies, and so like now the sniper in their game has to be the coolest dude and get all the girls at the end of the movie and the Hollywood yeah. sniper. And I mean, right? Gates, so. yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was just yeah. gonna say that one. Uh, and then Duel in the Sun, I, I called this one out to their attention that the 999th Light Africa Division's Draft Battalion Squad, uh, before this you could actually get them as one-point guys. Yeah. So someone had, had snuck in uh, shirkers on them. You could take his option you, you shirkers. Mi- you missed one, by the way, Pat. Did I? Yeah. Sorry. You missed the when when partisan bombs get laid. Oh, no, we just did that. that. We mentioned that. Oh, we did that. I missed that. I'm sorry. Jesus, I just like blanked out for a second. That's okay. Time. It happens to me sometimes, too. <laughs> yeah, you, just if like, you Ooh. sneezed, you would have missed it because it was relatively obvious. Yeah, it's not a big deal. Okay. This this one is, too. Is, yeah. Uh, this one actually, yeah, this is actually a result of uh, Theaters of War. Just mentioned that one. Someone called the brought, brought it to my attention. I'm like, oh, I don't think you get one point, dude. Sorry. Right. And by <laughs> God, we're not letting someone have fun, so we're getting the points cost right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> Stop, uh, next stop playing with your penal stuff. Jeez. <laughs> oh uh, next one, Empire and Flames. Um, so U.S. Marine Raiders, they got a little point deduction there. Uh, properly costed, I think. Is it right, coincidence yeah. that they also came out with a new model set of Marine Raiders? I might have got them to look at the rules, at least. Somebody might have been like, what the heck? Why are these so expensive? No and one's like, taking oh, these. sorry, that's wrong. Oh, you know, let's bring the point cost down, and we'll probably sell some more. Bring the point cost into line. Yeah. Right, because it's, it's, it's not down; it's in the line. Right, yeah. They, yeah, they they were overcosted before. I agree with that, but it's not why I didn't use them. Right. Uh, now, if they just make plastic Gurkhas, they could fix them too. Right. Of course, they'd go up in points. But whatever. Uh, yeah. Do we want to touch on Mariano Plow? 
I mean, do we want to touch Marianne and Palau? Exactly. Uh, so the they people? just clarified what? that the, the war dog team, yes, it, you, you got Marines, you can have your war dog. Woof, woof. Right? Yeah. And then they also mentioned the canister rounds that, you know, uh, hardcover's going to stop the little tiny balls, that little shrapnel they're shooting out. Okay, ma- sure. Yeah, sure. Make sure you discuss with your opponent what's hardcover before this comes up. Yeah. Right. right. I mean, it's such a outlier, right, because this is only in a only campaign in a book. Campaign book. book. Yep. Which is great. Like you can make any rule changes you want in a campaign book. I really don't care as long as it you know, just, stays just inside. Just remember, that there's incidents. A lot of people out there that play with campaign books. Oh, is, sorry, is yeah, whatever, it's not to say. So. No, yeah, yeah. It, I'm not. I'm not. Sorry, I should clarify my statement because it's by all means play theater selectors or theater books. It's fine. That sounds like fun. But we did the rule being right. But the, the the rule being inside a theater selector or a theater book doesn't bother me. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. That's like that's more yeah. what it is. Yep. It's, right. It's, it's a rule it's by a, itself. It's it a good matter. correction. It's a good yeah. specification. Makes sense. makes sense. Jenks, you owe me a coke. Damn. Uh, D Day, just some housekeeping there in the house wagon. Some some horse wagon. House wagon. <laughs> house wagon. Some copy <laughs> and pasta didn't get right. House wagon. Got okay. a couple Clydesdales pulling a Winnebago. Pulling a gun. <laughs> Dude, I would like to model that. That'd be cool. It would be like that. Like, uh, like, it's that Russian thing, that little carriage with the machine gun on the back. Why can't I think of the name? Back. Yeah. Oh, oh, what is I'm that? blanking on I, the name. Oh, man. I was I'm looking at taking some of those. I can't tell you what it's I called. can't remember. I but it's like a Winnebago with a gun in the back. It's perfect. Yeah. Lots of people are angry with us right now. Yep. That's not new. I know, right? And then we've added another book to the FAQ list The Pegasus okay. Bridge book. Back me again. Which I had this one. I've never read it, but didn't really care. Uh, excuse but, me, booklet, not book. book booklet. <laughs> the thing that kills me about this one, and this is where I was I had beef with it the first time I read this. I was like, th- let's read the let's read what the answer is to this. Um, let's say the British force can deploy anywhere on the table, more than twelve inches away from the German. Just the the nonchalantness of it well, is just maybe ridiculous. Maybe he was using me. voice to text instead of <laughs> typing. It. Yes, and the editor didn't bother reading it. Or oh wait, that's right to get him someone editing. So it. for scenario three, it is mentioned that the British deploy in the shaded area. However, there is no shaded area in the drawing. <laughs> I missed something. So this answer fits the editing of the actual scenario. It does itself. actually. <laughs> like, um, oh, we didn't edit it. Um. um we're going to guess here. It, there should have been a question mark at the end of this. I feel like there should have been a question mark. Like, just like, meh. Yeah, from know, the German setup area? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I feel like it should have been It should have been a question, for sure. Uh, um, the, the voice to text didn't pick up the question mark. Yeah. No, you, if you didn't know, I, I learned this the other day because I'm a, I'm a ludite when it comes to actual technology. You actually have to say question mark when you're doing text to talk. Oh, okay. Or, text, or talk to text. I didn't me. know that. Right. If you say question mark, I'm like, does it say question? Like, does it write question mark, or does it actually make a question mark? She's like, no, no, no. It makes a question mark. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm such an idiot. Yeah, you just gotta. So you gotta do the old days where you just said dictated but not read. <laughs> <laughs> That's what. Just say that at the bottom of this and all the pages. Yeah. Okay. All right. So there, right. there was a couple other we had discussed in previous episodes uh, that didn't get into the fact for some reason. It was we talked about the commissar order of events with the rerolls. And yeah, yes. yeah and Dale, I felt you were on something, on about something, but I didn't hear it come up. What's that? Am I wrong? Oh, I thought you said there was something else you wanted to talk about in the fact. There's something that was not in, in the fact. Um, no, it's, it's it's the Italian. They changed the Italians. Okay. Oh, okay. oh the, the, the blurb yeah. that okay. they, okay. they okay. sent out an email? Yep. Not, quite, not quite fact-related, but we'll get there in a second. because I think. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm surprised it took as, well, as long as it did to hit 
the interwebs because we picked on up on that right away, but, but it was quiet for a while. So, anyways, it was. Yes. It did take a little while for so people to. The realize, last oh, shit, that's what they the mean. last FAQ uh, rules conversation we had in episode sixty four uh, did not make it to the fact, but I am they are still enforced and uh, they will be an operation staff with part of the packet. They are part of the Terminus War and they're slated to be in the next FAQ. So, so uh, read your okay. packets carefully, people coming to Snafu. Yeah, At I least didn't. read the last page that has the FAQ portion on it. <laughs> there we go. Okay. <laughs> Fair. I, and uh, yeah, next month, uh, before we, you know, which should be probably two, three weeks before our first FAQ, we will go over them specifically. Yes. Sure. I mean, do many people bring a, I don't know, do many people bring a commissar? I guess commissars are probably okay still. Well, not if you want their special ability doesn't really... Instead. I'm just thinking about the stuff you can do with it. I'm just like, yeah, commissars are actually so useful if they can be in range without having 15 to point order dice. Cheap order dice. Yeah, well, it's also a good multi-launcher targeting unit. <laughs> Fair, actually. I think so. But but just the, having a 12 dice cap makes it a little bit hard to bring a commissar. Yeah. But that his, was his order design. dice is... It, it's, yeah. it's not yeah, a unit no. cap, it's an order dice cap. Right, right, right. But I'm just saying this is like, yeah, he's actually still pretty worthwhile. It's kind of like a medic, but probably better for a Soviet army. Maybe better? Yeah. Maybe. Depends how you're running your Soviets. You can't, you can't, well, you can't use them together. That's all I know. That doesn't work, yeah. as we've discussed before. All right. Now we can talk about your thing, Dale. I think we should talk about it, even though it's not really on the agenda. It's a secret agenda item. See, secret menu Italians. item? I love these. Yes, double, I do double love secret menu. Double secret. So, obviously, before this, before this airs, obviously, you guys have all seen the email. Everyone saw the email. Uh, the fiasco. The blur of the call Italians. It well, the the whole like another uh, another company re- announced the Italians and showed mm-hmm. pictures, and then Warlord was like, "Oh crap, we got to actually do this now." And I think that, it felt like a scramble, in my opinion. And <laughs> it's all, yeah, fair it's speculation. Actually, that's actually not true. It's not okay. It's not true. Okay. I mean, Just go back to like episode forty-seven. We were or, or earlier. We were talking that there is in the works a plastic. No, 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 and, and, so, I, mean, and I never speculated. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. We, I, we've it's been, not a surprise. We've been saying there's Italians in the works for four years, though. Well, like. Of COVID, <clears throat> kind of put a damper sure. on a lot of things. It's that's true. all fair. So maybe maybe possible. the better way to say it is, well, I'll say the company and War Games Atlantic just stole the initiative on Warlord's announcement. I, I think it's probably more what happened is right because everyone was like, Warlord was probably talking about Italians a little too much. War Games had it in their pocket that they were going to do Italians, and they're like, okay, I think we're going to do it right now yeah. because I think we haven't caught them yet. Okay, well, right. I also can't tell you that there's a second Italian book in the works. Wait, what? And I have no problem. Like obviously, Wargame Atlantic doesn't make. A, they don't a, make rules. I don't care about right. it. Yeah. It just seemed very oddly timed when everything was happening around it. Is like, oh shit, the Italians are coming out from everywhere. They're everyone's getting Italians. Yeah. Um, but their rules still all suck. Wait, what? They're, they're in fact got worse, in my opinion. Um, well, that's to say whether or not they're actually replacing the other rules is going to be a hot topic, I'm sure. But let's talk about it. Um, Let's go through. I mean, we saw one rule, and it was replacing. What was the name of the other rule that was replacing? Yes, I'm glad you said it because I can't say it. And now it's replaced with defeat after defeat after defeat, crushing defeat. We've crushed your souls. Whatever the hell that the rest of it is. It's a really long name that sounds awful. <laughs> what is it? What's your new army special rule? Oh, it's called defeat after defeat after defeat. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's a crushing Dude, I want to play that there. army. Isn't there like a defeat after defeat after crushing uh, defeat? Isn't it something like that? Like It's like ridiculous. Um, okay, so needless to say, the name of the rule it kind of tells you exactly what it does. 
So it's the old rule minus any bonuses. I guess the the, the, the negative is not okay. as bad, right? So it's only negative right. one, so but there's no positive side effect right. to it. Specifically, the old rule, if you were up by three order dice, you guys got plus yes. two morale. If you were Correct. down by three order dice, you got minus two morale. Has been replaced with, if you're down by three, you just get minus one morale. Just, But there's no good side. There's no good side. It doesn't matter if you're like rolling the game. You, you get nothing. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a thing. And I've, and I've seen people argue that this is a better rule, and I'm like, no. No. It's not. Like, absolutely not. If you got a bonus, be great. It, and even then, it still sucks. Like, no other rule in the game gives you a, it gives an army a negative effect. Right. Not like that. It gives your army a negative effect. Excuse me. Tiger Fear still gives a negative effect to another army, but it doesn't give it Not to like that. troops. And if you're going to tell me communication breakdown, I'm going to laugh at you because the first order <laughs> dice of the first the round first turn, yeah. of the game is like, whoopee. Yeah, right. That's that's not a, that's that's not a deal breaker. Just expect it to happen. Right. Also, sometimes a good thing. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes you don't right. want to go first. Yeah, fair. Actually, that's probably it's more often true than not that I don't want my draw the dice drawn first at your first turn. Yep. Yeah, good point. Because you don't want like I don't want to bring shit on before you do. Like I'd rather see where you're going with all your stuff. Yep. But um, so let's talk about what we think about that because I have feelings. I know Dale does because Dale's expressed them on Facebook very eloquently. So yeah, Dale, I feel like you may more constructively express concerns about this rule. Than <laughs> I just get angry and speculate <laughs> some more. Um, if if I can remember, if I can remember what it was, my approach to these discussions is typically not to um, openly disagree with anyone and their feelings and stuff like that because a lot of us play these games and care about it and have a lot of thought into it. Um, but my approach is is that. Um, what I think what I said is I find it strange that Warlord hasn't come up with a way to make um, army rules for Italy that are fun and exciting for the players that want to play them. The idea being that instead of making a rule that represents the army at its lowest point, why can't we also have corresponding rules that represent the fighting forces at their best, at their peak? And then let the players kind of just pull what what they want to and, and what they feel like. I mean, you're going to have a lot more players happy and excited to play their armies than look and go, I, I just, yeah. So that's kind of where I was at with that. So. No, and, and what you say is, makes, is, is perfect to, I 100% agree with you. Yep. I think that's a very nice way of saying it, and it doesn't really hurt anyone's feelings, right? Like, Shouldn't, and I think every Italian player would clap if they got better. Well, and players. and I, I like I like the ideas, and and when we talk about um, version three, or bolt action version three, and, and things like that, my pet my pet idea is around um, not homogenizing nation rules, but um, making uh, nation rules like available all across the board, and then um, opening them up at a points cost so people can actually select. Okay, I'll take this negative effect with these two positives, or these two slightly good ones. But anyway, in any event, the idea being that yeah. um, you know the Japanese they weren't always bonsaiing everything. You know that was just a small no, little right. thing. You know, and you know early in the war the Americans might not have been so great with their tactics with the moving fire all the time. And so, I mean, it's just. But if you've got if you've got I mean, they do it in the theater selectors, but if you've got a collection of, of army rules that represent this particular 
fighting formation in this theater, then expound on that. And then if people want to, want to play the Italian army with the crushing defeat after crushing defeat rules, they can still do that. And that's, <laughs> that's okay. Right. But maybe there's something, you know, maybe they, as a, as a, as a baseline, you know, get an extra 15% force allocation. I, I find it very interesting that the big rally behind it was, hey, it's only a minus one. It's not a minus two anymore. Yeah, I, and so... Um, that's just, that's just a poor... That's the rallying point behind how you know, great this but, is. But, you know, I, I like my historical rules. Well, that's 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 cool. I, I really feel like... Um, there are rules that we all can play by. They don't have to be the same. You can play with your defeat after defeat if right. if you really want well, to. That's okay. But right. let's let's have other rules for people who would really like to. I don't know. Play balanced, competitive Italians. I would. I would love I, what you're saying. Makes so much sense. Like if every army had the British idea, like the British army rules. Like not necessarily the same rules, but like you have four to pick from. Pick the one that you, that fits your army, or you feel is the best for your army. Whatever, you know, like that. I think is really awesome about the British Army in that sense that like people can build different lists different ways because they do different things. Mm-hmm. Like that to me, like what you're saying makes perfect sense. Like yeah, yeah I can play a, a late war Italian army that's getting you know its ass handed to it, or I can play the Italians when they were really just good. just easy tossing in Western Desert to that blunder. <laughs> but you know, yeah, just the idea of like being able to pick. You're a, what what makes your army? I mean, it, it'd be really cool. In, um, and not to lecture Warlord on on game development or rules design or anything like that. But if if you want to sell games, I think the idea is to make them fun and for the people that play them yeah. to enjoy it. For and sure. And to be clear, so far we have developed and sold zero games. Yeah, exactly, exactly. 100%. But, you know, but, if I'm... If, but we have opinions. You know, if, if, I mean... Oh, for sure. You know, I go into work and I, you know, for my business and I work to make sure that what we're offering is, is a product that everybody wants at, a, at a, a price that they can afford and they're happy participating in the whole exchange. Um, right. That way we can continue to be, <laughs> to be in business and people will come back. And so... Yeah. So you haven't your company hasn't adopted to just buying other businesses. No. <laughs> well, I mean that is part so, of the business model. We do acquire other businesses, but 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 that's intentional, and you know what you're right, doing. Right, it's, it's, it's part of the business. Not plan. saying that Worldler doesn't. Right. It's not, yeah, it's part of your business plan. I honestly think I go back and look at it, and I'm like, just knowing the history of some of these guys and how they're tr- just trying not to be GW so hard that I almost feel like they're trying to do the reverse, like. Right, just thinking about the business model they have. Right, is like, oh, they have new chaos models. Guess what the best book is right now? Chaos. Oh, and there's new Skaven models. Guess what book is the best book? We've it's got just, 15 you know, pallets pre- of like, chaos marauders. Let's <coughs> let's make them five points and right. give them. We're going to make them good again, right? <laughs> well, no, they right. they do. It's, what's not selling? Oh, let's put it in the bundle for fifty percent or whatever whatever that bundle is this this month. The, the mis- yeah, so the mystery yeah, we're not we're not asking for them to be GW in this regard. No, 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 no. And then I think that's easy. You know, they like. Right, I go back and I look at Western Desert. Right, they made the Germans. They gave the Germans some pretty awesome units in that book that are only being played in that book. But the idea, like they were selling new boxes of sh- uh, stuff. Actually, you know, a lot of those entries from what I'm thinking I've of the. I'm, I'm thinking the main one that everyone okay. wants to play is the ones that have the, the LMGs, right? Okay. The free LMGs in the squad are. It's an incredibly good unit, and you know what sold boxes of those? That unit, 
Guaranteed. Yeah. Like, I think flat, flat, I mean, I guess they were cool models too. That doesn't hurt. So, so, um, so it's an insight to a couple of the, the units and some of the feedback I've heard from reliable sources as many of these, well, of course, campaign books are out of the gold level events, do include the tag included in the standard reinforced platoon selector. Sure. Much like uh, Fortress Budapest really amped up Hungary to mm-hmm. help special rules a lot, but at least they have access to support. Towns could use that. That'd be nice. Yeah. But and the new models are incredible. I will. Say, I will. If I will give them any credit, everything I saw looked freaking amazing. So yeah, there, they, there are no turd Ferguson's in there as far as they I look tell. fantastic. And you'll sell those models to people that want to paint an Italian army. Right. Right. But right. Giving one army in particular just garbage rules, you know, doesn't make a healthy gaming environment. No. It doesn't make them competitive, and competitive, competitive play won't see them. Unless, right, Je- unless Jeff plays them. Well, and I'm sure Jeff will probably learn his lesson eventually. Well, sure. I mean, yeah. That's not really <laughs> the point, though. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. No, <laughs> you know, they're not trying to sell models to Jeff. And I'm and I'm yes, not trying to I say guess. that. But they should. Right. Be. And I'm not trying to say the rule doesn't make Italians unplayable. It just kind of makes them unfun. Right. And that's right. not the same it's thing. It's not exciting. You know? No. No one likes yeah. your special rule to penalize your army. Right. No, well, even playing Germans, you're like, and you're playing, you're playing, I'm playing Germans and I'm playing against the Brits, and you're like, Brits get all sorts of cool shit, and I get what, an extra shot from each of my LMGs that I didn't take because they're like, overcosted. Yeah, right, exactly. But that's my point is like, I didn't get in. I don't not even using most of my special rules. I think I lost one NCO the last tournament I played in. Like, okay, well that that, that, that no no he's back now. Okay, never mind, we're good. But that just is doesn't feel it's, as good as it, right. I got a free artillery observer. Oh shit! Well, you wouldn't take him otherwise. No, but he's very. He can be very impactful for free. About one out of every six games, yeah. Okay, apparently it was in my game. So oh, okay, well you're, you're <laughs> catching the one out of six, I guess. Yeah, I guess I got like the twelve inch radius. So, everything got some of, us catch, catch, like, yeah. some of us catch the one out of six a lot. <laughs> yeah, apparently it's me. I get the I get the ass into that yeah. stick. My my other problem with it is like people will say, well, you know, it's we're making this rule to reflect reflect the historical nature, and it's like that's not accurate either because frankly, every Axis army should have the defeat after defeat after crushing defeat rule post nineteen forty three, yep. right? And France should have it for the early war, and frankly, the British should have it for the early war. They got the they don't they don't like to talk about it, but they in, got their asses the handed to them all across the France. Americans in the Philippines. The Americans in the Philippines got, you know, sure, it's a fighting retreat, but they lost basically every battle as they got pushed off. The British in Singapore lost all the battles and got pushed Burma off. Burma as well, I mean. And Burma as well, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody should have that rule if you're going for historical accuracy, and they don't. It's only the Italians that get singled out with crap rules, and I think that's well, what bothers me about that. Yeah, because the French don't even have shitty rules like that. No. And right? there's plenty of times that Italian soldiers were... You know, sure, they're undersupplied. Yeah, they're, so was you know, every other army. So was every other army, right. right? Yeah, right. There are plenty of times they fought courageously. And you know. what about all the Russians that were stuck in winter before they got their winter gear? Right, exactly. So there's, there's, there's no. Re- I don't see why the Italians are constantly singled out and crapped on. Because they're the somebody only somebody stole someone's wife. Somewhere. I, I, that's the only thing I can come up with. I don't I know. T- it's there's there's something weird that people just. Like we, we we're getting past the you know the France you know always surrenders ha 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 memes, but we've right. gotten nowhere near getting past the Italians suck and they're you know the the dog we all the scurvy dog everyone kicks around in World War Two. 
I mean, for God's sakes, the campaign book's called Soft Underbelly. <laughs> you know? One, one, tells you how they one feel thing about it. Churchill said, we're like, ha, see? And I don't know if it's just a British thing that they hate the Italians. I mean, they've got reason to, I suppose. But, like, get over yourselves and make a game. That's right. Yeah. So... I can offer that nothing was, in support or defense of that. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I have no I have no real historical context of it, and I'm sure you do more than I do, Jeff, because I get, you know, what was fed to me in high school and college. That's about all I get. But, you know, American textbooks tell American things. So Right. And, uh, I, it's just frustrating to me because it's like, I guess I had a lot of hopes that they were going to right the ship with these new campaign books and give the Italians, they don't have to be the best rules in the game, but give them positive rules. Right, you know. Well, I it's, the, the, for me, for me, it was. And I'll use a I'll use a, an English term. I was gobsmacked because they've got the new miniatures and they talk about <laughs> a new new Italian rules, and I'm like, surely they're self aware enough. <laughs> they had to have gotten better. <laughs> they're self aware enough of the community and the feedback and the general sense. Not that not that we're you know the flag that that the community blows in the direction we know all of this shit or anything but it's it's um and i'm like oh here we go they're they're actually gonna maybe get this one right and it's like i'm i I was stunned i was stunned in silence right (laughs) i get the alert on my phone from you know from the 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 warlord wednesday newsletter who new rules and i go down there and i remember i think we were doing in our little chat (laughs) i'm like have you guys seen this? And we're like, well, this is going to be interesting because we're watching the Discord. It's how long is the people going to figure out? And I'm watching Facebook, the feed here, nothing. And I'm like, it's like eight or ten hours later, finally somebody's starting to say something. I'm just like, You're like, wait a minute, I read the background. And Holy it's crap. And, and for me, it's it's like, what? I don't. I just don't understand it. I mean, mm-hmm. all right. So I'm, I'm just gonna. Slight insight, slight speculation. I'm going to throw this out here, Jeff. So Churchill first said "soft underbelly," which became the title. What happened six months or later into that as they began to hit resistance? What was the term that was thrown out? Do you remember? No, I, not offhand. I, I, I think, and this sounds really dumb. But I think it became like the the tough the tough underbelly or the tough something or another. But where the the Italian deformed. Italian defenses stiffened. Well, they got to the mountains. And, <laughs> and I think that's what the second book that I said wasn't coming out is going to talk about. I mean, they got to the mountains, and that's where the Germans were at. So so we're going to have like six to eight months of shitty rules, and then they're going to give them really good rules? We're going to go from soft underbelly to high-rise stiffy? Is... <laughs> I, 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 all I know is that there is, in fact, a, a, a part two to this, this campaign series. What exactly is in there? I God. am not certain, but I, I've heard oh. they're supposed to get better. Right. I, um, yeah, I don't. I, this Italian shit is. Even if they come out with a new book, I just still get frustrated in the sense that it's like it's one of the few times where you're like, we're going to give you shit rules and new models, and then we're going to give you a new a new book later, maybe, um, with maybe better rules. I just don't see it when. At the end of the day, it's still going to be a campaign book, so it's going to be yeah. irrelevant to competitive play. Unless it's, and it's somehow still going to be on my shelf. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Right. Yeah, I'll yeah. buy it. I'm still going to buy it because I buy pretty much everything Warlord makes. Right, but it's just as a matter of it doesn't mean I like it. 
Oh, that seems like a dumb idea. Well, <laughs> I don't like getting kicked in the nuts, but I'm going to keep paying for something. If only there was a way you could read a book before you actually had to buy it. I mean, they don't ex- they, my local yet. library doesn't exactly stock both. <laughs> yeah, but you probably you might be able to I request mean, it. I, I, I still it's probably got a library Congress. For me, it's it's still it's like we know what the state of the Italian rules have been forever. Yeah, and here here was an opportunity for them to redress that a little bit, and um, and and we're not behind the scenes on this. I don't I don't know who. Um, who they brought on to write the rules or, or anything like that. We don't, or rather I didn't have any of that insight. Um, I don't think, I don't think the author is listed on Amazon. So and so it's, it's just like how many times, I mean, it's, it, it's, it, it just, it's just kind of like, it's just another little letdown. And, yeah. and you, you have enough of those over time. And it's like, you start to, you start to feel like, well, what are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing anymore? Yeah, well, it feels it makes you lose confidence yeah. in yeah. in in that future because I think Jeff, I think you brought it up real well that every other army, their special rules reflect a good time in their history, yeah. and Italians just don't do that anytime ever. Right? Like it's yeah. And if the only time they do it is in a campaign book, that sucks. Yeah, and, and it's not like it's like a it's like a huge, you know unbalanced kind of a thing because overall warlord and and bolt action itself is is a pretty good rule set from top to bottom yeah for sure core rules are great right it's 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 just that you know over time things start to get stale and you know Mm -hmm. and it's not that i i have to i have to be personally excited about a rule that i get to play but i enjoy seeing my friends and the people in the community get excited about their new rules because then they want to right. paint an army and I get to see something new and then I get to play that with them and it's just this cycle that feeds itself and when yeah. you pull a big chunk of that out then there's a huge gap and and then the community kind of suffers because of that so yeah I, I, there's so many yeah. angles to this right and this goes back to a lot of the Italian stuff before this but Axis versus allies events. Like we have a tough time filling Axis side. Typically, yep. this year is a weird outlier for some stupid ass <laughs> reason. I think we finally but, bitched about it enough. Like right, but just the idea of like <laughs> yeah. just putting in the fact that uh, oh yeah, most people play uh, allies. So if you want to do Axis this time, it's like holy crap, <laughs> I've got two ally players as of right now out of like fourteen that have submitted. It's like um, yeah, we're gonna have weird. to we're gonna have to sweet sweet talk to people. But my point my point stands is like. You've removed one of the access powers from the from the events that just because you feel like it's I don't know whatever it just it would be a better it'd be healthier for the environment if Italians were a playable army in competitive play quite honestly yep I every every game system I've ever played the last thing you want is you know is everything to be the same you don't want you don't want three armies you know two armies you know for netless running everything. And I don't think that's necessarily true in bolt action. There's definitely not so much netlisting. No. But, you know, having Other removed British this book Paris. from it, there, there are some, there are netlists available, yeah. right? But they exist. Those are also people who don't, don't play the game too, so. To some degree, correct. Yeah. But regardless, it doesn't matter. There are people that don't play them, right? When you would go to a, a old-fashioned Warlord or Warhammer tournament, you know, there'd be certain lists that always ended up on top and that's because they were the best. And then that bolt action doesn't have that problem, but 
just making Italians irrelevant sucks. Yeah. Like, just making Agreed. one less army yeah. available sucks. It's um, not good for the game. Nope. And I think about it now, and I think every other book in the Italian book, Italian in the Axis army, is better than the Italian. Yep. I probably said it a million times already. But whatever. It's no less true, though. <laughs> it's still not true. Let's just keep reeling on, reeling on Italians until they hopefully give us the, the stiffy underbelly or whatever it is now. <laughs> and, I mean, and we're... T- we're um we're backers of Warlord. I mean, we're I wouldn't say we're I, fanboys necessarily, but we I mean we're invested in all of this. So I mean for fuck's sake, we're seventy clearly. episodes into this or whatever the hell it is. Seventy sixty five. Sixty five. Yeah, if we, if we don't count those first couple that just blew and we <laughs> lost <laughs> a couple of we're about, we're about in ten or twelve or thirty in the middle that sucked too. Actually <laughs> actually you know what the funny thing is? That that first episode doesn't exist anymore because that laptop got stolen out of my car. So some random person. Oh, so it's a collector's item now. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody can find that laptop. My company might want it back. Uh, Actually, so someone should download it, it and send it back to us. Is what you're saying? No, I'm good. I'm good. I don't need that back. Yeah. It's they've done me a favor. <laughs> uh, they've 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 murdered they've done everybody. I don't have to. Uh, they could probably <laughs> do the first twenty. Would be fine too. Oh, those, we can delete those if you want. No, to. no, leave them up, man. Someone's got to. People still people still download those. So, they do. Some people yeah. like to start at the beginning of things. I I think my bot is still figuring out how to get past those episodes. So <laughs> it keeps it keeps stopping at about twenty. He's like, you guys, I can't do this anymore. So I have to like start it over again. <laughs> oh, right. You know what? I think it's time a great time for a break so we can all take a deep breath after the Italians and yep. come back and we'll talk about D Day U.S. actors. Right? Yeah, sure. Let's do that. Okay. that Unless we great. change yeah. your mind. I, we might come back and talk about Italian some more. I have no idea, <laughs> but we'll figure it out. Um, I'll be back <laughs> after my cultural sensitivity course. <laughs> <laughs> Which nobody will understand the context of because that's all come back before I can let you back on the Yeah, podcast. that's right. Let's just say there's something edited out there. Sorry, everybody. You don't get to hear my rants. Get me dr- it, buy a, me a few drinks at a tournament you get to hear my rant. It wasn't as bad as anyone might be thinking. They're going to love us at the WTC. They're going to love us. But you're going to not allow me to drink, so it's going to be great. Well, we might have just gotten yeah. invited. That's fine. No, whatever. We can't I got the easy ticket there, home. Sure. They're just going to deport me. <laughs> there you go. Perfect. <laughs> Let's not do that either. All right. All right. I hope you enjoy the music. We'll be back in two and a half minutes of Nebelwerfer noises. Yeah. No, 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 Howling no, no. This, this, Howling Cow. That's a different secret project. Oh, shh! Don't tell anyone. Okay. Right. All right. We'll be back in three. Broadway, Boo, Cincinnati. Don't get icky with the one, two, three. Life is just so fine on the solid side of a line. Biff, hold tight, hold tight, hold tight, hold tight. Put a yak like he wants to see food, mama. Shrimps and rice, they're very nice. Hold tight, hold tight, hold tight, hold tight. Put a yak like he wants to see food, mama. Shrimps and rice, they're very nice. My favorite dish, fish. Hold tight, hold tight, hold tight, hold tight. Put a yak a sack, he wants some seafood, mama. 
want some seafood, mama. Shrimps and rice, they're always the heavy nights. And I, I've forgotten it already. That's Something awesome. about shrimp. I was like, I'm super confused. Did you say uh, shrimp? I did. I said just remember. If they listen to it, they know what it means. Yeah, for sure. They'll listen to it and been like, "Who's this idiot talking about something we just listened to?" Right. Yeah. No, yeah. They kept saying they kept talking about shrimp platters and stuff. It's, <laughs> it's weird. I'm not gonna lie. Okay. All right. Fabulous. Fabulous. All right. Let's uh, let's dig in. Let's talk about. The new D-Day book, which hey, I guess is it new anymore? Guys, can I uh, tangent something? The agenda? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely, yeah. Dude, wow, um, you did it this time. I know. While we were on break, I snuck out and played in a tournament. It's <laughs> <laughs> a really, really long break. That's <laughs> well, a good point. You know, th- we, I did, did mention it briefly in the in the first half that I'd probably, you know, I'd be in a tournament before we got the second half recorded. So yeah, we, did, we knew we, we were going to be probably two parting this one. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, the second part has happened a little later than we expected, but. You know, yeah. that's, them's the break sometimes with our schedules. Our schedules suck sometimes. Like, I'm not even sure whose schedule was this time. It was probably mine. It was, it was mine. everybody's. That's yeah. the Actually, I think that's a good point. It was kind of like a, ro- a rolling weekend thing. So for yeah. everyone. Yeah. It was like, nope, no, Friday night doesn't work for one of us. Then Saturday night doesn't work. And like finally, it's like, okay, Sunday night works, apparently. As awful as that is because everyone wants to go to work. But so let's let's talk about your tournament, Pat. Yeah. Yeah, so it was a it was a small game day event, uh, Fire for Effect, or I think is what it was called. Yep, was, that sounds right. Dale yeah. was supposed to go to it, but he had some life issues that kept mm-hmm. him from going. Yep. So uh, there was fourteen of us there. Um, nice. I yep. brought my. I'd mentioned that in the the hobby, the uh, GIs that I'd done two squads of those. So I had two squads of veteran GIs, the Tough Fighters, two BARs, uh, two regular. Um, 
Marines with three BARs and uh, eight-man infantry with a flamethrower, because, or uh, engineers, I suppose they would. Uh, had a truck in there, had a chaffee, which turned out to be the hell of the MVP most of the tournament. Nice. Um, and I think the way it was run by Matt Peterson, who's uh, Matt, thanks again for running out. That was a, that was a great time. Uh, it was a smaller tournament, and I think uh, the day of, all of a sudden, the ad, the ad drops, and he was 50-50 Axis and Allies, and so decided to make it an Axis versus, versus Allies event, which was cool. Um, so my first, actually, uh, all three of my matchups were against Germans. <laughs> okay. This is my surprise face. Yeah. <laughs> right. I don't know if there is any other Axis that wasn't German there. Oh, there was a Finnish player. Okay, that uh, Lo- Logan was there. Okay. So there was at least one Finnish player. Uh, there was a lot of Americans. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's really all I remember seeing is basically Germans and Americans for the most part that made up the majority of what was there. Um, so we didn't have our Soviets because Dale couldn't make it. Sorry. That's all right. Things think, happen. Yeah, it, it worked out. Yeah. Uh... Matt brought in his brother-in-law, and I think I played him in the first round. He told me it was his third game of bolt action. I'm like, <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll put the kid gloves on because this is just a, a game day event, and <clears throat> make sure you try and have some fun. Yeah, kudos for him to jump into maybe yeah. a little bit more of a higher pressure. Well, I mean, it was it was a game day event and just kind of for fun, but still, I mean, to kind of show up three days in a row, it's only your second or third game. Yeah, good for him. Yeah, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he made you know, he had actually a he had a German, as I mentioned a German list uh, he had a, the two 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 with the auto cannon on it so he made good choices he had tight veteran units with all manner of assault rifles I think he had two six man squads that all had assault rifles uh, then he had a larger squad that might have been regular they might have been veteran it varied from round to round apparently. <laughs> <laughs> And he had an 88, which, you know, those are always fun, and then and then your standard medium mortar. I don't remember if he had a sniper or not. But uh, his first shot with the 88 gets the 6, takes out my heavy mortar. So I'm like, oh, okay, well, it's going to be like that. Yep. Uh, so I lose the, lose the heavy mortar, inexperienced heavy mortar, and that sucks. But whatever. Mm-hmm. So it hasn't got to fire yet. So I still don't know if these things are worth their forty-two points. Um, and the game, the scenario was sectors, which is not a personal favorite of mine. Mm-hmm. But nevertheless, uh, give it a try. I get um, one of my veteran squads and one of my regular marine squads just up over the wall in between some uh, head in between some hedges and. They're basically sit there. They're across the center line, so they're good to go. Yeah. And they just go down the rest of the game, good which call. is fine. Yeah, that's exactly that's, what they should do, yep. They're across the line. They've, they've, they're just going to point each, so. Yep. Uh, he had a flamethrower team in there. We ended up Mickey, uh, Mickey Mouse around with that for a little bit before he finally got into one of my squads and torched it, and then I had two squads that uh, did the same thing for him, mm-hmm. uh, reciprocated him. I did have a freaking foobar. And I took my Marine Squad fully loaded into my MMG Jeep. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. Jesus. Uh, put two pin. Let's see. It didn't kill it. It disabled it and uh, stunned it. Oh, lovely. <laughs> so, 
Yeah, and I'm like, oh, wait a minute, hang on, you got to roll it for FUBAR. And I rolled the like, D6 from the FUBAR chart, and it was a 1 anyway. I said, never mind, I guess we knew that was going to happen. <laughs> <clears throat> so that was like the worst thing that happened to me. And then, then the Chaffee rolled on, the Engineers rolled on, uh, missed with the Flamethrower, rolled the 1, Flamethrower went away, didn't end up needing him. I uh, got my Transport, my Chaffee, and my Engineer squad into his unit. Uh, he tried to get one of his vet squads that finally came around and got to my unit, and then my medium howitzer spun around and blasted him down to one guy, and of course he snake eyes the, the order test. I'm like, okay, well, or the morale test, rather, I guess it is. So, okay, so he got one unit in, but it wasn't close. It was like 14 to 3 or something like that. So, start with the major victory. That was good to go. Way, then, to, way to use the kid gloves. I'd, Did you take him off in, like, the first round? He'd rolled some dice or something? Well, he... He took away my, my heavy mortar, and I'm like, okay, well, let's we'll show him how to play then. <laughs> your, your plan improved as soon as you got punched in the face, huh? <laughs> that's what you're saying? There went the gloves. <laughs> I did put, you know, a third of my army just spent the whole game going down, so they didn't Well, I mean, do they scored points, all right. Well, they're, they're doing their job. Yeah. I mean, that's all I need to do. score points. Mm-hmm. Sweet. So, that all was right. round one anyway. Cool. All right. What happened in your second round, Pat? Uh, second round, we had we had lunch in there, and that turned out to be a fiasco. So, by the way, this was a hell of a VFW, which was a really nice, a wide open area. You know, we had seven tables there. Nice. And I mean, you could drive a car between the tables. Yeah, I, I was going to actually mention that um, I saw a Facebook post, and there was like one table that looked like it was like really far away from the rest of them. I was like, "What the hell is going on here?" That had they to feel kind of weird. Very spread out. <laughs> okay. Well, maybe that's maybe that's feedback for the future because I mean I kind of mm-hmm. like being around people. Right? Half the reason you're there is like you want to you know I don't want to like rub butts with everyone, but you know. Let's just yeah, say anyone's I, anyone's game that was playing next to me didn't I didn't hear anything they were talking about. I I have a dilemma with that. I don't know if that's good or bad. It's probably really nice actually. But well, in COVID world, it was really nice. Th- there's that too. Fair, good point. I, Big, yeah, consideration there. I'm not. I wasn't thinking that even at this point. I was just thinking about the idea of like. You know, I kind of like watching, you know, like looking over and seeing how Stence is doing or whoever's sitting next to me, right? Just like look over and be like, oh, that game looks interesting too, you know, because I get distracted and I'm... Maybe that's why you don't win as many games, right? Well, it's probably because I'm playing three games at once, probably, I'm sure. <laughs> I, I want to be, be a Rain Man, but I'm not. Like, I just want to try and play all of the games. Or I guess that would be like the Bobby Fisher, I guess. That's who's doing all that. Yeah, right? that's the chest right, guy, right? Yeah, the yeah I am field. definitely not him. I know I'm a stretch. But. Uh, all so, right, yeah. so there was lunch. So you had lunch, yeah, so at, there's the, lunch the, and at the place? Yeah, lunch and from the VFW, and that, okay. you know, all of a sudden, 14 people are all yeah. ordering lunch at once, and so mm-hmm. the half hour went to an hour-ish, and whatever, I ended up... The cheeseburger's really good until I wasn't super hungry anymore, and I'm like, wow, this is not a good cheeseburger. But <laughs> <laughs> that goes for a lot of burgers, though, I, I would say. Yeah, like, generally like, speaking. Most of the time, I'm like, ooh, I regret that decision. Like, yep. I've ate all the French fries that I can possibly eat, and now I feel bad. Right. There's a little guilt there, for sure. But whatever. That was a thing. Yeah. No, that's... that's uh, well, sec- welcome to a VFW. Yeah. It, it was a VFW. I think yeah. the beers were like three bucks or something like that. So it's nice. nice. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. All right. So you finally get to play round two. Finally get to play round two. A uh, guy I'd never played before, even met before. His name was Marcus. And this is the kind of oh. he's really cool to play with, and... A lot of fun. So he, surprise, had a German list. I, I, yeah. Uh, he only had three squads, but they oh. were full squads, double Defense. LMG, multiple sight rifles, veterans. So they're like 200 points each. Dear Lord. Yowch. 
Okay. Uh, he's got a mortar. He's got a puma. Uh, it's not a puma. It, well, it, was, it was definitely a puma. It wasn't a puma for real long. <laughs> oh, she's okay. Well, that's your sniper in there, I think. So he only had like eight order dice. Wow. Okay. Tiny but, list. Yeah, it was a very tight list. Um, his heavy mortar, round one, sixed my medium howitzer off the table. Damn. Round two, it sixed my heavy mortar off the table. Jesus. <laughs> check those dice. I'm like, okay, well, so much for having an artillery support. You didn't go down? On a six? No. You're like, you're like, I've got a mortar. i got a one in six chance, I yeah. guess. Yeah. Would, would you? Um... No, uh, well, you wouldn't. I, yeah, no. I, no, you no. wouldn't. No, <laughs> no. You but wouldn't. I mean, hindsight twenty twenty. I wouldn't. I mean, but you take the risk. And yeah, you, you get know, it's sixed off, and yeah. that's how it goes. So. But if you've just gotten sixed off, like you're like, all right, what's the chances you can do do it again? Like that's insane. Like, it's one in row is pretty crazy. Yeah, uh, yeah. The odds don't change. Still one in six. I was just gonna say, yeah, those odds didn't improve. They don't change. Going back to back, does it does change the odds a little bit, but. So that that knocked out my that knocked out uh, some pretty good offensive power right away, and I'm like, yeah, that, okay, that does. Uh, but the chaffee rolled on and took his puma out, so I felt a little better about that. Nice. And he was a little incensed about it. Um, was that but, the only piece of armor he had? Yes. Okay. That was so like this the scenario was thing. was nuts, which is out of the warlord uh, competitive play pack. Mm-hmm. So this one is you have uh, you, you have five. Objectives. One's placed in the center of the board. Uh, the other, the other four, you place in your sectors. So there's, you know, the four quarters. You place those somewhere within there, as long as they're twelve inches away from the edge or something like that, and twelve inches away from another objective. Yep. So, so we place those. Uh, now the objectives are only worth one point each, and each unit killed is also one point each. Okay. So, um, and then so. So there's no forward deploying in this one, so the sniper had to run on, and my MMG jeep basically pinned him down the whole game before it finally killed him in, like, round three or four. Uh, I worked hard at his right flank because he only had one squad over there, and he put the other two big squads on the other side, uh, and I just didn't have enough to dwindle those things down. I got one down to, like, four guys, the other one down to, like, eight, but I just didn't have enough to get through those, like, what, 10, 11 man veteran squads? I mean, this mm-hmm. is just huge. Dance. Oh, the assault yeah. rifles and the double LMG, and I'm just like, it's oh my tanky. god. Were they were they here or were they SS? They, they were here. Fanatic. They were here, okay. <coughs> yeah, excuse me. Yeah, they were here, so. And there, and, and everywhere. And there, too, and, yeah. and the other yeah. spot, yeah. Here and there and everywhere. So I'm apparently on at least three objectives, probably. Yeah. That would be my assumption. Well, mm-hmm. that's what he tried to do. But okay. and I didn't have any I didn't have any firepower to move them off objectives anymore. All I had was you know a fistful of BARs. Yep. You know, which turned out to be pretty damn good. Um, like I said, Jeep basically finally took a sniper out, and then the next turn it rolled up and finished off his mortar, which by the way didn't hit anything else the rest of the game. Well, it got its money. Yeah, I was gonna say it's already done its work. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, I think uh, it had a veteran unit that was that was kind of pinned down because then I started going down on you know it needed fives and kind of had a veteran unit that was hemmed up. But I finally uh, got it taken out before I could actually get a nice four plus shot on them. So that was useful. <clears throat> That's nice. Yeah. Uh, he got to learn about uh, designated loaders and machine guns. Because <laughs> you were because you made him not. Well, I said, uh, where's your loader? He's like, well, it's this guy right here. Well, he has to be next to the machine gun. Mm-hmm. Well, it's right. just whatever guy's next to him. Said, no, it has to be a designated loader. Oh. 
Okay. Yeah. Like, like otherwise, it's a minus one. So. I mean, in theory, the rules say you can't move them away from the LMG anyway, right? Like it. Well, you can, but then it's a minus one. Yep. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. Um, regardless, that yeah, fun thing to learn. Yeah. So, well, I I let him switch some pieces around because whatever, yeah, it's a nice guy game day thing. So I let him move yeah. some of his, his pieces around. But were if it were a super competitive tournament, I wouldn't have. Right. So. And I, you know, I ended up clawing back and got a minor victory. So I had I held uh, three objectives, and I was up on him. Like, just under the major victory status by like one order dice it came out to be. Okay. Mm. So, but you know, that after having your two main uh, artillery pieces knocked out like that and still being able to claw back in, I felt this pretty good. Gotta say, I'm not impressed with your uh, mortars performance so far. <laughs> uh, it hasn't done anything yet. <laughs> it's absorbed hits that would have otherwise hit his his infantry. You know, I, I thought about this too. I'm like, well, clearly I did well enough without, so maybe I stopped putting them in my list, but then those hits would have gone against something else. So Yep. And it was a single reinforced platoon, so after you get the five squads, what else are you going to do? That's right. true. Uh, he did He did have a multi-launcher on his side. Okay. Which, which one did he have? It, uh, he just had a Nebel? Just a Nebelwerfer. Okay. Just a no, Nebelwerfer. No, 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 it was a Panzerwerfer, excuse me. Oh, he's on oh, even better. tracks, yeah. Yeah, yeah it rolls on and shoots. Yeah, it's even better. Yeah, um, all that did was force me to spread everything out. That's Sometimes that's works, enough, so. yeah. Yeah, well, that where he had the two LMG squads, I wasn't able to get you know double up on his squads. I was basically three against two over there, and that wasn't enough to do it. Mm-hmm. Right. Whereas the other side, I was able to get two on one, and you know that's ultimately what did it there. Hot. So cool. all it did, he got a, uh, I think he got a pin on my chaffee once. When I had a unit on opposite sides of a building and the chaffee on the other side, he had he smartly targeted the building. Mm-hmm. Got to watch out for them buildings. They're, yeah, they're lethal. I, I knew it was there, but the, the building was the right spot, and you know whatever. And okay. then I, I think when I moved in closer, now he was at now he was inside his minimum range, and he couldn't do anything about it anyway. So he missed other stuff instead. Sure. Used up his two sixes from his mortar on my. On my teams, so cool. So that was round two. Yep, we're gonna stop recording again. Yep. All right, Pat, tell us about your game three. So game three, I'm sitting with a uh, major and minor victory. Not too bad. Okay. Uh, and you know, a while back, I had that pinch nerve in my neck, which kind of ended my golf season. And after the looking down all day, I can. This is starting to just kill. So you like, gotta sit down and put your chin on the table. Mm-hmm. It's something, and I'm just like, God, I'm just beat. I, I don't know if I can do another one. And then uh, it turned out uh, Paul G was my opponent. I'm like, well, I can't not play Paul. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, yeah, Paul's a blast. He is. He's one of the one of my favorite people to play against. So no offense to you guys. No, it's okay. I'm not taking. I, I love Paul. playing Paul. Yeah, Paul's I'd rather play Paul guy. than you guys as well. So <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Let me guess. Germans? Germans, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, which which flavor? Because he's got more than a couple flavors of German, if I remember uh, correctly. He had the Falschmager? Fal- he did the Falschmager with okay. the 88. Yeah, it's pretty funless. And uh, he's got that truck with the with the double auto cannon on it or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. The, tr- the truck? Yeah, yeah like, the uh, moving van one, yeah. The moving van one. The, the, the quad one? 
Was it only it two? Wasn't quad, it was just, it was just dual. Just okay. Two. Okay, but interesting. Because there's a quad version of that same truck. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's it's scary. Don't get me yeah, wrong. For sure. Thank God it's soft skin because that thing's terrifying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the quad has an armor cab version, which is yeah. even scarier. I think he's he's also got three vet squads. Okay. Uh, he's he's got some uh, Panzer. What do you call those? The Panzerfaust things. Those are terrifying. I guess the other guy had some too. He didn't really do much with them though. Well, you're kind of sitting back with LMGs. You're not going to really get close and personal with that yeah. as long as you I mean, can try it, and run it, His too. weapons load up or something. Okay. Uh, but Paul also had an eighty-eight. So I'm like. Another fucking 88. Yeah, which, which got a chuckle from the room when I, I apparently said that louder than I thought I did. <laughs> uh, he also had a mortar in there, a sniper, which. Uh, that sniper. It took me a while to kill that sniper. That guy was a pain in the ass. Mm-hmm. They always are. Uh, I, I always have a hell of a time getting rid of them, yeah. I mean, gotta get your Nebel Warfer out. Warfer. Just, blow up the, just blow up the building there. Didn't have one this list. Uh, he, had mm, a horse, okay. he had a horse toe for his 88. Yep, makes sense. And we're playing on this airfield board. What was the scenario? This one was just basically just kill each other. But you got us. more points for stuff, didn't you? Yeah, so like it was the engagement, but uh, if you killed an officer, it's worth two points. If you killed a vehicle, it's worth two points. Otherwise, everything else is one point. Yeah, oh, that's cool. Okay. A little different take on the, on the mm-hmm. scenario, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially if you bring a bunch of cheap-ass <coughs> transports and stuff, then it's nope. not and, so great and, for you. And this table had, like... Hardly any intervening cover whatsoever. Oh, okay. It was pretty open. I think it's supposed to be like an airfield. That's, that's what we kind of figured it was supposed to be. Sure. I uh, had these. Um, well, they weren't really buildings. They didn't really offer any cover. They just offered cosmetic stuff. So we took them off. <laughs> Get them out of the way. <laughs> but basically, it's, like it's, a hangar that a, a plane would park in. You know, so it's like a roof shell- with no it's, walls. It's like a car park. Yeah, yeah. So it's just a roof with no walls, essentially. So it's yeah. not offering you a. It's right. not offering you any protection, but it's just kind of... Just a little shade. For, yeah, yeah, shade that you'll shade forget where your, your models are. Okay. Yeah, exactly. yeah, so we ended up just taking those off. For like, okay. Let's not pretend these are anything, because they aren't. Which made the table even more open. But you know, there, That's lovely for an 88 in the corner, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, he sat right in the middle. Just okay. Everything could see it, and it could see everything. So Imagine that. <clears throat> so I got first dice, took a shot at the 88 with my medium howitzer, Needed, needing the three. Oh no, I needed a four because it was over 30 inches. Got a three. Missed. Oh. So, big surprise. His next dice goes to the 88 and <laughs> takes care of my medium howitzer. Really? Sensing a theme here. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, why? Heavy mortar next? Yeah, I guess I don't understand since you're. I mean, just, just as an observation, since your howitzer had fired. Then that would make it a priority target. Dice, but I, I, oh, okay. At okay. some point in the first round, it was it yeah. never got another shot. Upon returning um, fire, you pulled it off. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, it's. I mean, it's a better target than the mortar. That's for sure. Well, I think the mortar is the one thing he couldn't see. He would have used oh, okay. the spotter to get to it. Sure. Yep. Is it say the eighty-eight has a spotter? Does it not? It can. It, it can. can oh, no, no. Okay. I did, that's right. I did have line of sight because the, my heavy mortar is what ended up taking out the well crippling the eighty-eight. Oh, okay. So, spoiler uh, alert. Yeah, spoiler alert. Um, and then he also knocked off something else. One other my one of my other units. And basically, like end of the, by the end of the first round, I'm already down two dice, and one of them is the medium howitzer. And I'm just like, Oof-ta. here we go again. Uh, how many dice did Paul have in his list? Uh, I think he had eleven. Okay, it's say. pretty good with an eighty-eight and a couple of vet units for sure. Yeah, yeah. seems good. It might have been ten. Well, yeah, the horse the horse was one of them, so. 
Yes, I mean, if, even if you get 10, if you're at 11 with horse, that's still pretty good for that list by the sounds of it. Yep. I'd like more dice, but whatever. Yeah, well, dice dice pull ended up being a thing in this one. Okay. As mine came out in a relatively timely manner. Uh, I, he tried, he, he was more doing more of the aggressing, and I was just moving back and forth from cover to cover, getting better shots on different units the whole time. Okay. Those BARs are so fun. Awesome. They really are. <laughs> that well, moving with, fire is so with moving fire awesome. is amazing. Oh my yeah. god! Yep, it's oh, pretty good. They're, they're spectacular, especially when there isn't necessarily a lot of cover that kind of can mitigate that advantage. So, mm-hmm. yeah, there's a number of times that uh, me firing at him with sixes and him firing back at me with sevens, and that mm-hmm. was just, makes you know, all the difference. Yep. That, yeah, or I even mean, fives versus sixes made a difference too. So, mm-hmm. yep. Uh, I ended up whittling down one of his units. I think it was his flamethrower unit. Actually, I hit him hard enough that he he had a squad there and he had this course's truck somewhere behind him that he actually removed the flamethrower and the assistant out of the unit. He's like, you'll see how you do this in a second. I said, so you can move your truck up and shoot me? He's like, oh, well, I guess you don't need to see in a second. Because <laughs> that was the right casualties that he could get his truck to a position to fire in my unit and not have, you know, had he left the flamethrower there, he wouldn't have been able to fire. So, uh, yeah, I would have made that call too. I mean, the unit was virtually combat ineffective at that point. Mm -hmm. It was down to two or three guys. So, yeah, that that flamethrower's not doing any good if you've got too many pins and not enough go. Sure. Yeah, okay. Yep. Uh, And that one, I had a vet squad that was left out in the open that went down and it took him... Two units for three rounds to finally get rid of them, as they just stay down yeah. in the open. Yeah, they're tough to get rid of if they're down. Yeah, mm-hmm. fives to hit and fives to wound. So, yep. So that tied him up nicely. Uh, I had a very brilliant maneuver after having to recce my chaffy away from a Panzerfaust shot, and I was in a position, and he was just behind cover, and I put the chaffy on ambush. He's like, ah, shit. Was that the right call? He's like, yeah, that's the one that thing I didn't want you to do. I'm like, well, then that was probably the right call. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so that held off that corner pretty well. And I ended up finally closing in. I had my engineer's squad. Lost the flamethrower on the way up again. That happens, I guess, to a sniper. I think I lost it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but moved in. I had the truck with them. And that finally took out the horse that kept trying to run around. It got one pin in the horse, and he tried to move the horse away. And it, of course, failed its order check because it was inexperienced with the pin. So it just sat there. And then finished it the next round and got the other two guys. So I'd mentioned that the medium howitzer finally crippled the 88. I don't think the 88 hit anything else after it took out my medium howitzer, though. So that was, you know. I dropped it down to two guys with pins. I think he did a rally on it. And then finally my other squad came over and took care of it. Um, then I had my little MMG Jeep get in there. It was the biggest pain in his butt everywhere. <laughs> and he could not get rid of it for the life of him. I even had a failed order test that backed him up, which actually took him out of position where he couldn't shoot him anymore, which had I passed that order check, I think I might have lost it. But got back up into the fight, and his his uh, auto cannon truck shot at it and disabled it and put two pins on it. Didn't knock it out. So it sat there, and then my Chaffee came in and blew up his truck. Nice. At which point, uh, and then the, 
I finished off the other two units that were on that side. So he had one unit left on that side. He had a depleted one, and he had his officer left. He's like, oh, I think that that's that's probably the game. Good game, nice job. Way to come back. I would have never thought that would have happened. I said, all right, cool. So we're writing <laughs> out the score. We're counting up the scores, and it's a minor victory. I'm like, well, wait. We still had, we still have like 20, 25 minutes, and I still have three squads on this side that can get to your, that can get to your uh, officer there, and that'll give me the extra two points, and I'll change it to major. Major. He's like, well, shit. Let's roll it out, man, and change that score. <laughs> and that's why I love playing Paul. Yep. Because you know? he gives you a better score? Or well, just because he's like, no, we should do this anyway. <laughs> no, we should, we should do this and make it right. You're right. We, You still had three order dice. I had nothing left that was going to do anything. Let's roll that out and see what happens, because it changes it from a minor to a major. Well, did sure. he did he concede? Technically, yes. So it should well, have been a major anyway. Well, yeah, I think... Well, at least that's my approach to it. I guess I don't know. But if, if someone concedes before the end of the, the round or the end of the game you're done playing, then that in my mind, that's kind of like, well, you score max, but okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and maybe that's something that should be mentioned beforehand. Or I don't well, know. I mean, but it still sounds like you guy that he's like he was perfectly willing to go back and and sort it out to yes the correct thing. So yeah, yeah. So that was good. That was a really fun game. That was again, it's the second game in a row where I'm like knocked solidly back on the back foot, turned one, top of two, and just like, okay, now what? And then just ground through it and fought back in. So that's that's definitely a tough win, for sure. That's nice. Very good. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So then how did it all end? So I had two majors and a minor victory, so I'm sitting at, what is that, 55 points. And the secondary... Was, or that's some secondary, but the, the tiebreaker were net order dice, and I think sure. I was plus seven or something like that. Okay. Uh, I came in fourth. Okay, that's there's still two, really good. There's two guys that had three major victories. Jeez. Yeah. Okay. Let's go back and look at this for a second, though, because I you sent me the spreadsheet, and I was like, <laughs> what in the hell happened here? Like, yeah, no shit. Um, the entire first round, I don't think a Axis player won a game. Right? It was a, a whole... I couldn't remember. There might have been no. one that won. Uh, there was two of them that had a major <coughs> victory in the second round, I think. And that yeah. was... That was like uh, it. One of them was against Stents, by the way. That's crazy to me. But, but well, just, uh, just... I was talking to Paul about it, and it's apparently the guy, a guy that they know and have played uh, other games like Flames of War and other such war games. Apparently, he's very, very good at those. So maybe it's okay. just a, he knows a, a stents play style. So we should probably try and talk to him. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> we'll get some get some insight on the stencer, right? right? <laughs> anyway, any edge we get, to Jeff, well, Jeff, Jeff I, certainly needs it. John was also playing a new army. He was playing all regular Americans. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we'll see another a episode. lot of things he's not used to. So. Yeah, right. He, yeah, he just yeah he. He put together a list that everyone was saying wasn't any good. So I didn't get to look at his list. We so. should ask. We should ask him again if if it's any good. I, I wouldn't guess, run all regular. I'm going to guess he says no, but that's a different. Good. That's a different podcast, actually. We'll we'll get into that in a minute. Right. <laughs> so, so in a game day fashion, was there awards? Like, did so there was uh, somebody that won best overall. So, yes, but but, but no. <laughs> So now keep in mind this is this is Matt's first tournament he's ever run. So right. you know, mm-hmm. great yeah. job for stepping up and doing that. 
really good job organizing, getting the place figured out, getting the players there. Uh, he, he ran into a couple of hiccups a couple times, and he didn't didn't lose his shit. And he kept you know kept things together, and you yeah. know everyone played games, everyone had fun. That's good. Uh, we had a player who became ill and had to leave before the third round, Man. and he found a matchup for that. Jesus, so, how did he do that? Uh, just call a random dude, be like, "Hey, come play one bolt action game today." No, he, he had whoever that he brought in was, I think, it was the odds filler, you know, because it was odd the day before, and he had someone bring Got it in. It. Yeah, yeah. And he, so he just had found somebody, somebody that up. didn't want to play a game. He's like, "Cool, I'll hang out, you know, let someone else play." So okay, yeah. that makes sense. Okay, yeah, that's so, cool. Yeah, so he did a good job with that, and then he did. So he the the, the first place went to. Um, one of the ally players who had the highest score and the highest uh, net order dice. And then second place went to the highest access player who had 20 points and, like, negative four order dice. Yeah. <laughs> so and the top access player. The top access player. Sure. And then okay. third place went to the second access player who also had three major victories. Axis player had three major Alex, victories? Sorry. Alex, no, I was going to say that. Yes. There wasn't an Axis player on that list that had three major victories. Yeah, it was yeah. very confusing. There wasn't three there. major victories on that list. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Amongst all of them, amongst three rounds, right. there were yeah. three yes. major victories. Ridiculous. That's scary. I, so that's what he did. And he had okay. he had, had some prize support, and he you know, handed that out. And then there's this pile of Blood Red Sky stuff that's sitting there. And he's like, does anyone else want these? And everyone's just kind of like not paying attention. <laughs> I said, Matt, you want me to take those and I'll just put them in the snafu prize support and put your name on them. He's like, that'd be cool. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> nice. So that's that's cool. I, uh, Warlord didn't send him any of the bronze order dice. They did send him the challenge coins, so I don't know what happened there. I know they were having mm. some supply issues with those. I think the request for tournament packs got more than they were expecting, and I think John had to pick and choose which ones he could or couldn't send everything to. But at well, least he got the challenge coins out. Cause those we'll have those to would have be a- really cool. We'll have to have a conversation with John about always send everything to the Midwest region, Minnesota. <laughs> when there's a tournament in Minnesota, you send us everything. Yeah, just send us all the stuff. We'll take care of it. Yeah, right. we'll make sure we will make sure it gets in the right hands. No, well, actually, just send it to me, and I'll distribute. I know where all the tournaments are happening. <laughs> that works too. Yeah, <laughs> you can just become the John of of Minnesota. Oh, that sounds like more work. That actually sounds like a lot of work for very little. Glory. Yeah, also, sure. I don't know the title John of Minnesota. Elaborate on that a little for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, after you're smuggling, we talked about in the first part. It's assistant, assistant to the regional manager. There we go. It's got a like new that. title now. I forget what it is exactly. It's competitive play of North America. No, or something it's something like different that? than oh, that. That's that's what his old turret title was. Yeah, it was his old turret. It was like, is it manager of operations in North America or something like that? Oh, that means they're going to get a warehouse here. They should be getting a warehouse here. Does that mean I can get a Panzerwerfer in under three months? That would... Not necessarily. If I were running the company, <laughs> I would say yes, but that's not me. So. I would I would certainly have a North American office. I feel like we're a fairly large or a large per, a group of people that buy their crap. Stuff, not crap. Whatever. You know Models. What I mean. Kits. Thingies. 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 Toys. Yeah. Not toys. Just say toys. It's, I, I'm I'm not there yet in my nerdy habits. Okay. Can't, I, can't, I can't admit that it's no, I can't. It's we're full on playing with dolls at this point, so it's okay. I like but no, it's real fun, real fun tournament. Cool, fun day is that's awesome. The the venue is nice, other than the fact that it's you know concrete again, which they all seem to be. Yeah, uh, basement level. I'm yeah. assuming then you need we need to make those snafu branded uh, anti fatigue pads. I'm telling you, yeah, yeah. dude. And, and the and did and you were wearing the Jeff belt 
I, heard, I saw pictures of you wearing the Jeff belt, and you I said did. you liked it. I did go full Jeff apron, and it was fucking awesome. Exactly. It keeps all your shit organized. Yeah. I had the dice and the pins and, and templates, and, and I got in the habit of putting them right back in, and so I had none of my stuff was cluttered on the table whatsoever. Mm-hmm. So Just put your models in one pocket. To find some good American flag aprons that we can take to WTC. Well, you know, they got the clip. Why don't we just, you know, get the flag and run it through the belt and just have it over, hanging over the back of our ass? The, the real question is, are we going to have, uh, are we going to have uh, suspender versions of these by then? Mankinis, the, Mankinis. No, with no we're not the, there. The oh, God, no. No, no, no. Oh, God. That's, and that's it? No, no. That's all we're wearing? Just the apron and the flag in the back. That's it. Yeah, yeah you, you just have the pockets in the front. Uh, uh, anyway, so they're forward. right in the front. <laughs> it I, sounds I, like we'll wear the short shorts, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. The, it's the new Hooter shorts, what? <laughs> it sounds like um, we had a really good time there, Pat. So. Yeah. Sorry, it was a lot of fun. Good, good. And I That's, got home and I hooked my neck up to the TENS machine for about 20 minutes, which helped a lot, too. So I yeah. that was painful. Yeah, I, if you got a bad back, nothing worse than a tournament with a bad back. It's not sucks. a back, it's a neck. A neck, yeah. Spinal, it's not a spinal better, issue. Yeah. How's that sound? Anything that's related to your back Glass or spine. spine. Yeah. Spine related injuries is not fun when you're trying to stand and play a tournament. Right. Because you're like half bent over the whole time. Every mm-hmm. time, of the three times I've thrown my back out, two of them have been at a, at a uh, game table. Bent over, and it's like all of a sudden, boink, something just pops, and you're like, oh crap. Are you trying to flip the table? Uh, no, because I can actually do that. Oh, okay. Um, no, it was not a it was not a flip the table type situation. It was a just trying to lean over to grab a dice and you just tweak it just the wrong way and something pops out of place and you uh, and then I'm I'm, a, I'm on the bedroom floor for three days <laughs> chewing chewing some really fun uh, back pain medication, mm-hmm. which is always a fun time, but not really cool. All right, so now that we've tangent really hard tangent, like pseudo plan tangent. Yeah, 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 fair. We didn't secret expect it. Objective, yeah. uh, secret agenda topic number two, Italy was the first one. Yeah, we talked about that plenty hard. This yeah, this is way more fun than that conversation, that's for sure. Um, yeah, let's talk about D-Day then, the U.S. sectors. And Canada, did they did they just tack that on at the end? No, Canada was the last one. Oh, that was that. That's right. That's, that's right. That's they had their own fucking one. book, man. Oh, well, look at them. Let's see episode 56. 64? Well, was it the D-Day 2 book? I think it was... Oh, was that that? That was that one. Yeah, yeah they got their uh, army just, list back then, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been, actually, that was a while ago, wasn't it? Yeah, they've got the cool vehicle names, like um, Beaver and Woodchuck and the others, so... <laughs> uh, do they ha- I forget, do they have the Oops, Sorry? That was their special rule? It's like that, communication yeah. breakdown, but better? Oops, Oops, Sorry. Oops, Sorry, I drew your dice. Okay, we'll put it back and try again. If you draw the Canadian dice, it's actually your opponent's dice instead. Oops, yeah. sorry, guess that one's yours. Their other national rule, uh, look over there, eh? <laughs> God. Just move stuff off the table. Right. Oh, it's, it's better. Uh, so now if we're done offending Canada. Right, can you offend Canada? You can't offend Canada, unfortunately. They'll, well, apologize, they'll apologize to us for us making fun of them, I think, unfortunately. Probably. Oh, we're sorry you felt that way. Oh, we actually sure. love Canada, so. I, you know. I do you like love Canada. Dude, if you if you are from Minnesota and you haven't been up to Thunder Bay and had I can't remember what the hell they're called now. There's some weird pastry, but they're only in Thunder Bay. They're incredible. Damn it, what are they called? Damn it, uh, I want to know because I've I've been to Thunder Bay many times, but I've never had a pastry, so I need to know. I don't think it's I've a been Persian. Up there, so. It's a Persian is what they're called. Their Thunder Bay Persian roll 
is different than anywhere else you've ever had them before, oh, apparently. Fuck. I'm going to have to try them next time I'm there. Yeah. Whenever they're, I can go to Canada again. They're like a cinnamon roll with like, yeah, it's like this weird cinnamon roll with frosting on top of it, but it's different frosting. It's really good. Right. We were told to have them when we were there. And I was like, yeah, try it. And I was like, yo, I see the point. Yep. I like all these things. Yep. Yep. So there it is. Um, uh, all right. Okay. Let's talk about this book, Pat. Let's talk about DJ U.S. Sectors. U.S. Sectors, yes. That's, <clears throat> um, so this is the third one in the series, and mm-hmm. it seems like they're, they're stretching for content. Um, it seems to be the case. Well, I mean, I think they planned three from the start. So well, They did, but... Yeah. But even when you're sitting down planning a book out, like... They could have been stretching for content at that point. Like sure. We wanted to be three books. Yeah. How do we make it well, three okay, books? So the first like, book out? basically covered like D Day and like up to D Day plus five or something like that. Is that yeah, the it? very early part of it. Sure. So, yeah. So this is the battles that as they move into Normandy, the summer, the summer to autumn of forty four. Sure. So, yep, okay. And uh, the last book only dealt with, uh, mostly dealt with the British and Canadian sectors, mm-hmm. and this is fairly exclusively just the as it says the u.s sectors so what the u.s did in those times all right sure so it's got scenarios which um some of them i mean again they're 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 storyline driven again and i think there is uh 12 in this one okay uh there's one i thought was really cool uh this was uh this is when they get into the battle of the hedros at scenario five Mm-hmm. So they basically divide the board up into eight sections, you know, across the center line, and then four on each side, and then they put hedgerows, and they use the same hedgerow rules that did back from Battleground Europe, mm-hmm. which is what hedgerows really were, which is they block line of sight unless you or the target is up is manning them. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, they count as hard cover. Uh, yeah. A tank going through them has to has to roll a dice, and on a one, it gets stuck. Uh, gets a plus one if it's if it's got if it's ten plus or if it has the Cullen hedgerow cutters. Sure, makes sense. Yeah. So, which means that they would never get stuck. But okay. Well, so the way the rule the Bocage rule for the the cutters is that as long as on an advance they basically don't get stuck. Okay. And it might be a one or a two. Uh, let me double check. Yeah, I hope I think it's just a one, but I will double check. It's fifties where they get the special rules. And Bukajas are they're stuck on a one or a two. Okay. Okay. So yeah. if the with so the with the cutters, if you do an advance order, you basically go you, you basically automatically succeed. Uh, if you do a run order, you still have to make the check, but okay. still get a plus one. That makes sense. So in this one, uh, you basically have to control the most sectors. But the way they have the hedgerows laid out in the map is kinda like yeah, it's you're controlling this section of hedgerows. You're controlling the next section of hedgerows. So it looked like a looked like a pretty good scenario. Okay, I do like those bocage rules too. So I think if you're going to play Normandy bocages, they're they're the proper rules. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, that that doesn't. I don't know because you you have to move up to the center line before you can do anything effectively. So, right. Otherwise, you're a sitting duck if they beat you to the center line. So, yeah, but I mean yeah. that's that's what they were. That's what hedgerows were. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's basically hedgerows all along the center line. Yep. So, all right. <clears throat> so the rest of them were, you know, okay. Yep. They they tell the story. They did a good job of of telling the story. You know, maintaining supply lines, and uh, they even sneak in a German convoy, a reinforced platoon, in one of the in one of the scenarios, which is just exactly yeah, what it sounds like. 
Nice. Just what? Just uh, it's the bunch the, of trucks. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, the convoy command vehicle, two to five supply trucks, and one security patrol. <laughs> so. Okay. And Sounds... the security patrol is uh, infantry for zero points. It's an NCO and four men with rifles that are green. <laughs> <laughs> this is, this, is this a first scenario? So, like, you have to kill everything. Well, that's that's a that's a meta buster. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you put five guys out for nothing. But that's it. And then you just got a bunch of fucking trucks. Yeah, otherwise, they got a bunch of trucks. Oh, that's sorry. All there's they're zero points. It's, it's just listed for what the, the the forces are in the scenario itself. Sure, but right. The scenario nine brewing up scenario. So it's for a scenario, and so the German player just has to have a bunch of trucks. Yeah. Yep. Yay. That sounds like fun. But hey, okay. there you go. There's a, there's another uh, reinforced platoon for you that you'll ever use. Yep. Well. Well, unless you're, you know, recreating. Well, you if know. you're playing through the scenarios. Yeah. So, and then they uh, they have a little top secret blurb about the about grenades and their evolution of the grenades throughout the war, which is kind of an interesting read. Mm-hmm. Uh, they call them the potato masher. Mm-hmm. The M24. Yeah, German ones are potato mashers. Yep. Because they look like a potato masher? Yes. Uh, yeah, because they're basically a can on a stick. Right. To just, yep. just smash things with them, like they're a hammer? Because that sounds like a great thing to do with a grenade. Well, no, but like if you've ever held like a potato masher, it's basically yeah. what it is. <laughs> yeah, mid-1940s, I mean. Yeah. Sure. I, I mean, it makes sense. Mash those potatoes. I, I'm just thinking if someone actually mashed potatoes with them, I'm like, that sounds like a really awful idea. Like, that does not <laughs> seem like a good choice to do. Yeah, I'm not sure the first guy that ever picked them up decided to mash a potato, and that's why they're called the potato masher. <laughs> I think maybe it was the result of having thrown it at the people that maybe, you know... The, oh, jeez. Yeah, uh, like the mashed potatoes. Hey. Yeah, no, thanks. I don't need a picture of that in my brain. That's okay. Oh. It just looked like a mashed potato masher. That's okay. That's We just leave it at that. Like, at least they call it, like, the meat tenderizer or something worse than that. So the Face pulper. pulper. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> uh... We, That's really hard we used to, to play say. a game called Shadowrun, and that has rules for grenades and the shockwave echoing back off of uh, hard structures that then do more damage. is referred to as the chunky salsa effect. Wasn't that what they actually call it when they shoot it inside a building? When they shoot a bazooka inside a building, doesn't they have a name? Well, not in the not in the game. They don't. No, no, not in the game, but in real life, they called it something. It's similar effect. Yeah, I don't bad, know what bad they call idea. it. Yeah, chunky salsa. Bad idea. Yeah, <laughs> something like that. It, uh, okay, anyway, so leading anyway, out of that conversation, so, let's not talk about that anymore. So, and of course, you know, what is everyone, what's the first thing everyone turns to after they, they do go through these? Oh, the, the new units, got to see the maps. New. No, the cool oh, maps. Yeah. No. <laughs> I like the no, maps. They do have some really good maps. Again, these are also the ones that, you know, if you pick up some of the, the whatever, you know, it gives you the exact uh, edition of the Osprey because it, it is, you know, with credit oh, to them, sure. taken from the Osprey maps. And yes, we know how to read them now. Please don't resend those, everybody. Thanks. No, it's not that. I mean, they're not taken from there. They're repurposed from them, right? Osprey published these books. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, the heading on the map says which book it. Comes right, right. From. That's yeah, so, that's cool. So they're uh, they're sourcing their material now, yep. which is kind of cool too. Yep. So they got so a couple go of really good maps, book. and you can see the the status and you know and the, where all the troops are and stuff. So that, that's the, always real cool stuff. Is that what you guys all look at first? Is you, like you go look for the maps. You don't go look at the new units in the book because I go right to like the new theater selectors and units. No, I was lying. I go right to the new uh, units. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm like, who doesn't go right to the new shit in the book? Like you want to know what's you know want to know what cool stuff you can't use in a tournament because it doesn't exist outside of the book. Well, I well, mean, the first gold level. The first thing I turn to is the special thanks page because you know sometimes we're in there. See if your name gets in there again. 
Yeah, seems like we're never going to be asked again. <laughs> we probably gave too much feedback to like these guys are not helping us. <laughs> we do not. We, we give it to this guy, and we have two more months worth of work to do. So we right. stop sending like, it to them. We we have to accept a typo. It's okay. Uh, you said the. You meant they. Uh, I mean, like, sometimes extra ease in all this shit. What's I'm like I'm here? like rewriting like entire paragraphs. <laughs> so I know you're really helping. You're trying to help as best you can. We, yeah, but it's I don't know that we're it, well that's intended. even very helpful, honestly. So mm-hmm. when you go look through the rule book. I can tell you it's very helpful because there's arguments about stupid shit that shouldn't be argued about right. because of how yeah. they wrote it. That's right? right. If you can write it cleaner, it makes things easier for everyone to understand. Well, then let's not Hopefully. Like, let's yeah, not that's look, that's like my job every day. Let's not, right? Yeah, let's, let's not look yeah. too hard in this one then. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> let's keep going. Let's <laughs> keep right. going. Let's see All what's All right. Going. So we've got, we've got angry doggy. Angry dogs. All new nations, they brought the chaplain and intelligence officers back in, uh, reprinted okay. from what we've seen back all the way to Bulge, where they were first introduced. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, the reason why they include these is so that somebody who's not me doesn't have to go and buy every book if they the want to The Bulge book just because they want a D-Day. Yep. That's, I mean, that's nice. That's good of them to do. Yep. As long as they don't screw up the copy and paste and like make something different. So now there's like two chaplains at different points. I, it looks correct. Yeah, as I say, I imagine it is in this case. So, uh, and then they add some new rules, uh, something called a support officer. Ooh. So uh, this can only be used. So the support officer may only be included in force selectors where he is specifically listed. Mer. Okay. Well, all right. No, that's good. So basically, oh. <laughs> this guy replaces your lieutenant. Same okay. point cost, but okay. he can have five guy up to five guys instead of two others. Why uh, is that a bad thing? That sounds awesome. It gets it gets better, and this is why, oh, sweet, not, cool. this is why it's not reinforced platoon. Uh, so, so the officer is pistol or submachine gun as depicted, and then up to five men with rifles, eight inexperienced, eleven regular, fourteen veteran. They have two special rules called train gunners and gun commander. Now, the gun commander rule is they can use U-men snap, U-men snap to action, but only to fixed weapons. Okay. And okay. the trained gunner is they can count as artillery uh, crew. crew to recruit guns. Okay. So you got a giant gun line and they're going to fill in this hole wherever something gets blown up. Yeah, spoiler alert. Essentially. There's, there's probably a theater that has some sort of gun line to it. Mm. That's kind of cool. I was. That's, I, I guess I'm still not, not scared of them. Like, well, nothing I mean, in their sounds broken to shit yet. Well, I mean, think of it as like if you had um, a dual platoon that allowed theater selectors mm-hmm. and there was um, a secondary platoon that had a couple of guns in it and so you could have these guys and if they if you know if your if your heavy mortar gets diced off a six it wasn't um, could yeah well they yeah. could just move over no because right. the mortar would go away if it were an artillery piece right it's a howitzer you have to have howitzers and shit like that oh, a, fixed piece right. yeah. a fixed yeah. a fixed a fixed gun yeah yeah, but you cool. could do the anti-air... What, what, we talked about the platoon that has that as an option. Anti-tank platoon? Yes. Mm-hmm. Right? That gives you a whole bunch of artillery options. Yep. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, that would make... that would These would be awesome in that. Yeah, that's kind of cool. I mean, it's different. That seems kind of cool. Hey, I like the idea of flavor. Changing it up. So, uh... Yeah, I mean, it's... Yeah. Whatever. Uh, then they add a Ford Observer Limited Support... Uh, and this one, 
Uh, they made an air observer worse. Okay, so this one may be included in selector, including generic reinforced platoon that allows forward artillery observers. Okay. All right, so hang on. No one's ever going to take this, but... How many points? 50 points yeah. irregular, 58 okay. a veteran, uh, up to two guys um, as modeled, uh, limited support, so they are like an artillery observer, except for they have a different chart. Okay. okay. So, oh, so an artillery, oh, so observer, an artillery observer is 75, is that right, or 100? Artillery observer is 100. 100. The air, so air observer yeah. is 75. Yeah. Okay. okay. So it's half the cost of an artillery observer. How bad is the chart? All right. So on a roll of one, it's a miscalculation. Move the aiming point 2d6 in a random direction, and then resolve as, as a result of six below. On a two through five, it's delayed. Ouch. <laughs> really <Yeah>. limited support. <laughs> yeah. On a six, you get to roll another one, and on a one through five, they get a heavy mortar support, and on a six, they get the artillery support. So the one through five, the mortar support is for each unit within D2 plus six inches, so seven or eight inches okay. of the aiming point are hit. Uh, on a one through five, they take D2 pins. On a six, the unit takes a hit from a medium mortar, medium mortar with a two-inch template. And if they survive, they take D3. They can go down to half as normal. Uh, so if you roll a six and then a six again, you get the artillery support. Uh, any, friend, any unit, friend or foe, course, within D3 plus 6 inches, so 7 to 9 inches. By the way, artillery is D6 plus 6, in case you're curious. Uh, 1 through 5, they take D3 pins. Okay, same as the artillery. And on a 6, the unit takes a hit from a medium howitzer, so a 3-inch template, and D3 plus 1 pins. Have to go down. So... If, yeah. if the first part of the chart wasn't so bad, it'd be good. The two through five delay is terrible. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the regular the artillery is. observer is two or three is delay. Right. And Four also, plus kits. And also the miscalculation is, is 3d6 instead of 2d6. So, I mean, because what happens when you do it with a normal artillery observer? Sorry, I never pay attention to that. I just said that. No, right, but it doesn't right. land. It doesn't land a huge template, does it? So it when you roll a, a six on a template, no, it's a, a four-inch template if it hits. Oh, it's a four-inch template. Okay, so one so through five is D three pins, okay. and a six is a, is a four-inch template. Yeah, you only get the template if you roll a six after it comes. Right, in. you have to roll a yeah. six on that right. second second roll, but but well, I mean, okay. you roll you're rolling for each unit that's within the marker's range. Sure. Right, and one through five are pins, and the six is, is the template. So right, so every unit is going to you have an opportunity to roll a couple times potentially. I don't actually hate this as much as you think, though. I think actually the, like the delay sucks, but it's still a relatively inexpensive dice. So well, and this is only a, ever zero one in any platoon, regardless. Sure. Yeah, you can get you can get a medium mortar for fifty points without a spotter. That's only coming in on a six. Well, no, it gets better as as you. It gets better with time. Yeah. I think there's more psychology to this though than right like. Until people actually figure out how much worse they actually are than the original, right? Than a normal artillery observer, it is actually kind of maybe okay. Now, wait a minute. Do Americans always have access to an artillery observer and a general reinforced? Yeah, they do, right? Because they have yeah. they both have air and artillery. Yeah, okay. but yeah, all, so all nations few. do. Sorry, do they? Most nations. As I say, I don't. Not all of them do. Not all of them. Most. Yeah. Right, but this is okay. an Amer. This is American only, right? No, America. this is not. This is all oh. nations. This is under the all nations. 
Because the Soviets, the Soviets do get that special rule that they can re-roll for their artillery no. observers. Uh, they roll 2d6 and take the highest for range. Right. Oh, okay, it's not a re-roll. They roll 2d6. They roll 2d6 plus 6 inches, and they take the highest of the 2d6 they roll. Great. Oh. That's different, but... Yeah, I don't know. It's 50 points. Hmm. It, it's more intriguing at 50 points. I'm not saying it's good. I don't think it's good, necessarily. The chart makes it really awful, but... Uh, they've also got a smoke barrage chart, too. If, if oh. Somewhere to do that. Again, it's... <laughs> It's the, the one is the miscalculation, uh, the two to five is delay, and the six is the smoke screen deployed, and it's only a four-inch. Just one four-inch bubble? Yep. Uh, the full artillery observer is a 12-inch. Yeah, it's just not... Mm. So it is four-inch okay. in radius. But okay. the, the full art observer is a 12-inch radius. So it's like a 24-inch bubble, essentially? Well, oh, yeah, that's a lot of smoke. That's a lot of smoke, actually. Even even this is a lot of smoke, but uh, I'm out. The, the jury's out on this one. Let's keep going. Uh, so now we move into French partisans. Ooh. Oui, oui. Yes. Uh, the Jedberg team. That's probably not how you pronounce it. Yeah, that sounds not French at all. Just saying. Jedberg? <laughs> Jedberg, something like that. That sounded more French. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, a, it's a second lieutenant, uh, 91 points for veteran, first lieutenant, 116 at veteran, only uh, possible. It's an officer and two other men or women. Yeah. Uh, weapons, an SMG, pistol, or as depicted, uh, may add demolition charges for plus 10. They have behind enemy lines. They have something called supply coordination. Okay. Uh, ALI airdrops for the Maquis. So uh, you roll this chart before the game and consult the following. One to two is missed drop. Supply drop has been destroyed on landing, lost somewhere, or captured by the enemy. No further effect. Three to five, partial drop. A handful of drop containers have been recovered. Each infantry squad in a single platoon may exchange a single weapon for uh, SMG for free, even if it's not available to the units, or if it has already taken its maximum allowed. And on a six, there's a full drop. A full container has been recovered in addition to the partial drop above. One member of the infantry squad may replace their weapon with an LMG for free. Another member becomes the loader, even if it's not available to the units. Note, you must replace and upgrade the models with the new models depicted the actual weapon. If you cannot do so, this rule has no effect. Well, that sucks. Well, it's not as cool. I, I like the rule. Sure. It sounds interesting for scenario play. Yeah, yeah right. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Jedberg's team counts as an HQ unit for purposes of generic reinforced platoon selector for partisans and the armies of the Free French Late War that may only be taken in addition to the platoon's compulsory lieutenant, which must be taken as normal. That get less cool? Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, you, you'd be more tempted if, if it could be your only HQ choice. So. Correct. Yeah, and for a single SMG and possibly another LMG for a squad. Let me tell you, 91 points at veteran isn't a three-point difference, because I think it's 75 for veteran for a second. Yeah. That's not three points. No. Or did I say two? Uh, no, each infantry squad. Okay, All right. in a single platoon. So, you know, you could, your five infantry squads could get five SMGs. I'm not seeing it. <laughs> I mean, I mean, for a scenario, it's it'd be interesting. I, I'm not seeing it for anything outside a scenario being worthwhile. Right. 
Yeah. It's I just mean, more if, bookkeeping. If they could pick up, you know, a flamethrower or... Sorry, was 50, it last month polish a turd or we got to something different? I mean, a 50 trying cal. To, trying to get some rifle. lipstick on this pig here. A bazooka. You know, there's a lot of things that could be awesome. Yeah. They could, they could have a wider variety of weapons to choose from for sure. So they hey, could they can take demolition charges. For 10 yeah. points. Yeah. Then, then they don't they have to move and arm them and then leave? Yeah. Right, so... All right, I'm done. I, I tried. <laughs> I appreciate the effort. It's cool. It's cool for if, scenario play. Yeah. yeah. If, if they could get the partisan rule, um, where they could drop demolition charges before the game for ten points of charge, totally worth that it. would be worth it. Yeah, but that's that's not partisan bombs. <laughs> I know, but that's you know. <laughs> if they got for ten points. If they got a, a fourth partisan bomb, that that would be cool, dude. That'd be amazing. Yeah, but that's not what this is. No. So not even close. So uh, now we've got some infantry squads and teams. We've got the Maquis squad. Uh, this is inexperienced infantry for thirty-five points, and you get an NCO and four Maquis with rifles. Uh, you can add up to fifteen at seven points each. Any Maquis may exchange their rifle for a pistol for minus three points. Uh, up to three Maquis may replace the rifle for with a submachine gun for plus three. Uh, you can do a light machine gun in there. Uh, one rifle arm maquis may be a marksman for plus 20 points. Remember those guys do. Mm-hmm. Marksman and, and another becomes an assistant. Uh, you can put Molotov cocktails, anti tank grenades, not that you ever would. Uh, they are green. And the marksman, uh, well, we know what those guys do, right? Yep. Yeah. It's not, so basically he becomes a sniper, basically. Nice. That's pretty much everything you'd be looking for if you're running like an inexperienced or green, a green list. Okay. I mean, they're cheap. Yeah, I mean, it's... That's 20 points to, to basically throw a sniper in there. Right. Lots of flexibility. They can do... Yeah. That's good. So, and, you know, the sniper can... The sniper shot is separate. So... I guess the same unit targeted by the Maquis squad, so that kind of sucks, but they get the sniper special rule against that squad. Yeah. So, uh, and he doesn't give the squad advanced deploy, by the way. No. Murmur. Well, you wouldn't expect him to. So. Right. It definitely makes them more reliable from a pin perspective, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, so what, they'd be hitting on force? Yep. So... And then we've got the Maltov anti-tank squad. Um, wait, was that last one available in generic reinforced? Yes, it is. Counts infantry squad for generic reinforced platoon for sector. Any partisans? There's France. Yep. So okay. And this one is two. Uh, these are twenty points in experience. Regular twenty-eight. Veteran thirty-six. Two guys and CO and a dude with rifles and anti-tank grenades. They're Maltov cocktails in case it really matters. Uh, you can add up to three more. 10 points, 14, 18. Uh, strike from the shadows. Multi anti tank squads count as observer snip- snipers for purposes of setup. They may always start the game using the hidden rule. What are they armed with? Just, yeah, just uh, rifles and uh, anti tank grenades. Um, anyone can go to an SMG or down to a pistol. Hmm. How big can they be? So they can go two to five. So 
five dudes with anti tank guns or <laughs> anti tank grenades. Wait, so they're awesome with their guns, but that would, that they would they start as a unit of three, two. Start as a two. unit of two. You can add up you can three. add up to three guys. So three. So you can have a five man veteran scout squad. You're paying four points for the scout. Right. What, well, well, two for the grenades. scout, two for the grenades. Yeah, he's just saying right. they're forced to have grenades. Um, but you could. So if they were veterans, they'd be fourteen points each. Eighteen points for veterans. Eighteen. Yeah. Oh, eighteen. For in this case. But then give them pistols, so they're down so, to fifteen. Yep. Or you can have them go to SMGs. Three SMGs for twenty-one. That's pretty awful. That's awful. Though, except they're scouting, I guess. Yeah, that, that's something. kind of awful. It's well, they're five points. scouting, and you know that's. Yeah, that's. Uh, yeah, it's just it'd be better if they could have some kind of actual anti-tank weapon. Right. If they had some 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 Foss or a Zook or something in there. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Foss would be awesome, but that would make sense, right? No. I mean, if they came with demolition charges, that might make them fun. Something. Maybe. Something. Right. Something more than anti-tinker names. Because they can just some... run around and drop demolition charges. So. And sure. they're already scouting. Cool. So. I, I like the scouting part of it, and that they can get up to five guys is cool, but they need more anti-tink than just assaulting a tank. Yep. All right, so next we've got the Glorious Paris Police Prefecture Squad. Uh, this unit may be in conjunction with the Paris Uprising Platoon Force. Five guys and experience for 35 points. Uh, add up to five for seven points each. They have rifles. Uh, you can go down to pistols. Uh, you can give them bicycles. And you can give them anti-tank grenades. Uh, they have a special rule of conflicting loyalty. This unit counts as green. However, when rolling the first casualty, use this following table instead. One to three, the unit goes down and gains shirkers for the rest of the game. On a four to six, the unit immediately becomes regular and stubborn for the rest of the game. Holy swingy. Yeah, right. Jesus. <laughs> wow. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, exactly what I think. Interesting. Okay. And, that's, and that covers the much-talked-about Maquis. All right. Okay. All right. So I mean, they they were they were definitely a thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. I mean, they're, it feels like they're trying different things there. So, a little oh, bit. Speaking of different things, uh, the United States new units. So there's some new rules. So cool. yeah, we'll see some keywords here coming up in a lot of these uh, units that we talk about. Uh, the armored infantry, if they have the special rule, the squad must always be given an M3 half track transport. No. Okay. Just so, tax. So, okay. so trying to boost those sales of those half tracks. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wait, I wish I wish you would do something different, like make half you know, tracks not suck. Well, <laughs> there's that uh, too. Join, uh, but playing the recon rumble, they don't suck. No, but, no, but like make them make the guys five four points more a model, and you get a half track for free, right? Give them some kind of discount on it instead of like you just have to pay what is it a hundred points for one of those things. Yeah, basically, yeah, yeah, it's it's rough, something, yeah. something in that range, about a hundred hundred points somewhere in there. You know, like make it so that it's or discount it, give them to them for fifty points, something, anything better than just you're just required to take them, or sell the half tracks for fifteen dollars. That doesn't make them better in the game, though. Oh well, right? I mean, I think that's an argument we've always made, or maybe it's not an argument we've always made, but something I've always thought right, of. Well, is that half tracks are maybe just overpriced. So, 
No, I'm sure it won't. Okay, but it's so the anyway. next rule is the uh, mechanized fighters. So the first time this unit dispar- dismounts from the transport, you can leave up to three guys behind. Basically, nope. they can fire the guns that are extra on there that they couldn't otherwise. That you have to pay for. But, yeah, no, I I, I remember that rule, and I thought it was kind of cool, but it still have to buy a half-track. Well, it's not the first time we've seen this rule, honestly. Right. No, it's probably not, is it? Wait, no, is it? No, it's not. No, no. Was it another D-Day book? Yes. Okay, that's where I'm like, where do I remember from? I think it was the first D-Day book that they, they brought that this up. That sounds right. Okay. Um, yeah, that, that that does sound cooler than it actually is, doesn't it? Yeah, not, right. not feeling that. You're like, hey, we got to put... 45 points of veterans back by back well, in Okay, so you've, you've spent 120-some on your half-track to have the it's got the one MMG in the front, the one on the right, the one on the left. HMG. Right. Yeah, HMG. Sorry. So one less shot even. Yeah. Well, two less shots, but who's counting? Oh, fair. Yeah. Well, <laughs> sorry, I keep math. Well, that, I think the half-tracks have MMGs on the sides. Can. They can, they can yeah. Can. You have to buy them. You have to upgrade but, them. So, you know, you sure. have to have the half-track, and now you're just down to the one, but you can leave three guys behind them, man, the other two Weapons. That makes no sense because the one two. shoots by itself it's anyway. Two. It's up to so. Yeah. So, you, but if you leave two guys, can you shoot only two, or do you get to shoot all three now? So the way the rule now works is that for every man on board, so the half tra- the the transport itself can fire one weapon. Right. It needs to have a person on board to fire any other weapon. So if you leave two right, guys so you on, could have t- leave two guys leave behind two guys and still to shoot two. Yep. Okay, so that's still thirty-ish points so, of dudes. Potentially. Yeah, but what does what does that mean? You can leave two guys behind. Does that mean they just stay in the truck, or when they dismount, you get to fire with all the weapons, and then they stay they stay in the truck. They oh, stay in the they truck. stay in the truck. The, the unit jumps out, and they stay in the truck. Now, the question I have for that: Does that make it not in a transport anymore for the purposes of like dying to being closer to your enemy than like does it make it an armored car essentially? Um. Pat's going to have to speak to that because I think there's a rule for that. Because that would be awesome. Right. That um, probably has got to be part of this rule. I mean, I, I think it's better. I'm, expensive as they were. Awesome is a strong word for me for that. Oh, because, okay, sorry. sorry because it, well, it's just because right. it's still an open-top thing that's taking small arms pins. Fair. And those MMGs on this that are, in addition, are fixed to a side. Right. Front, front and side. They usually get to shoot front, forward as well. Uh, I'm not sure if the American ones do. The, the doesn't the, I mean the duck does or it's the the buffalo one. does. Well, I guess I don't know. I guess it depends upon how it's they're fixed. So. Right, it definitely depends on how it's how it's stated. Yeah. But like the for instance the buffalo, um, yeah, the buffalo one has very... front front right right rear like you have. I mean it has a shit ton of guns on it, so maybe it makes a difference. Uh, but yeah, the buffalo's got a different layout. Is the thing. Let me go check out the yep. old Easy Army because I don't know where my army book is. Clickety clack on the Easy Army here, everybody. Beep, 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 boop, boop, beep, boop. Oh, I haven't logged in in a while. Jeez, that's right. kind of crazy. All right, United States. You're going to get there first. Not by much, though. Which half track was this one? Yeah. And additional Pintle MMG covering left arc. Additional Pintle MMG covering right arc. 15 points yeah, each. Yeah, let's, let's just quit this game. That's that's horrible. 15 covering rear arc. So you could have a, you could have a fourth. Covering rear work? arc only. That's probably what they said. Up to three behind. Yep. Right. So, so then, up to, three to optimally guns, make yeah. use of that, you need to drive your open top transport, taking small arms pins into the middle of the enemy army and just spray in every direction. Yeah. Like that's uh, pretty horrible. Like a shit pinata or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, the stuff that comes out nobody wants. Pretty much. It's like that's I'm good. That's so. a great visual. <laughs> no, it's really not. This thing sprays in every direction. Oh, what is it? Oh, it's a shit pinata. <laughs> it's a shit pinata. 
It's the it's the bullet pinata. Oh my god! Like, I can just see it painted on the side of it. Shit pinata. Yeah. You know what kills me is I think the M3 half track, and this goes for the handle mag for the Germans too, are some of the really nicest looking transports in the game. I love how they look. A well painted half track I think is gorgeous. It's just such a bad unit by the rules. Yeah, yeah. You get. I mean, it comes with an HMG. Does I mean it's I'm joking. Yeah, ninety nine points kills it for me. Again, if I, it didn't take small arms pins, it would be a thousand times better. Sure. Yeah. I there could be so many ways you could fix half tracks. I think that's part of the problem with them, right? It's just yep. they're just not optimal. They're too expensive. They take small arm fire. They you know they they operate exactly like a truck does. So they like are almost exactly like a truck does. I guess they Close technically enough, get anyway, tracked. Yeah. Like they, you know they can move a little bit better, but still, it's just the idea of like. Yep. Well, they actually move less quickly over open ground, though, right? Like, they, they only go nine inches instead yeah, of 12. Yeah, they move right. as tracks, so not. Yeah, they're tracked. Right. right. They but they, I guess, have a seven-up armor. The additional term of a, of yeah. vehicle. Yeah, yep. So it's almost, in most cases, it's almost better just to take a truck with an HMG on top of it instead, if you wanted to do that. But, I don't know. They should give them something. Like, yeah, they should. Yeah, I mean, it depends. I mean, would you... Jeff's Jeff's way to fix all open-topped armored vehicles. <laughs> Just stop giving pins to the units right. inside. Small arms don't pin any open-topped vehicle, but if they take any damage in an assault, so if a unit assaults them and scores any hits, destroy Sure. Okay. Still very brutal. Because, because that's what the real danger in an open-top truck is, is somebody running up and actually dropping a grenade. Just, into just the throwing top. a grenade into the top yeah, of it. That's, yeah, that's super fair. dangerous. <laughs> and, I mean, it, right, but you can't... You can prevent assaults if you're just always moving, too. So. Right, if you're... Exactly. It gives you the opportunity to protect your vehicle by maneuver. Well, the, the dudes would have to jump out if somebody tries to assault a truck if there's a unit inside the half Correct. truck, Correct. That rule needs to stay. Yep, I agree. Yeah. Nobody so wants to let, you know, Nobody's going to stay in the truck if they see you guys charging with grenades. <laughs> no. Yeah, I mean, honestly, like, that would be, that would be, like, the way you fix them. Even if they're expensive, but, you know, you, most of these units are trained to be in these units, yeah, in, in these trucks, I assume. I think you still yeah. lower just, points on them. Uh, or lower points, or you just they, the the unit gets to move out when they want to without taking an order check, or not an order check, but using their order dice. Yeah, right. They move up, the unit gets out, and now they get to activate as if they were not in the truck, just as if they you know trained to get out of the stupid thing. Yeah, the the only problem with that is you're going to get a lot of the old uh, blood angels from 40k where dudes yeah. are just pouring First out turn. of transports and assaulting <laughs> the F and the Jesus. That's out of that's you. that's probably true. <laughs> I mean, imagine stands. imagine a bunch of Bren carriers rolling up and disgorging, vomiting forth Gurkhas all over your face, and then they get to charge you that turn too. Yeah, I oh, mean, yeah, not even Gurkhas. That's a horrible idea. MSU flamethrower squads just oh yuck that lighting up the entire. Okay, fine. You guys win. You, you made a good point. That's why my idea is stupid. <laughs> not stupid. Guys, not stupid. Don't know. It's, 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 do you want to talk about some of the units then? Yeah. yeah. That could ride yeah, these, tra- these traps. The, yeah. the, the point traps? Yeah, sure. Yeah, the point traps. Let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, so, so they basically just uh, they added a whole bunch of units that do the same thing that they would do before, but then added these special rules, the mechanized so, so maybe just we go through what the special rules yeah. are. Since it's right, yeah, yeah. We don't have to talk about the units then. Uh, so there's a, a heavy weapon rifle detachment, which just adds a bunch of guys. Um, I don't know why you take this unit. Experience 21, regular 30, veteran 39, three oh, guys geez. with carbines, which counts as rifles. You can add two more. Uh, two guys can take pistols, and that's it. Is this a U.S. unit? No, it's still sense. U.S. What are the special are these, rules? What do they get a special rule? No, no. These are supposed to be cheap dudes that ride in the half track and shoot all the guns for you. 
Uh, would be my guess yeah. listening to it's that. Three, oh, three man so squad. for 30 points, you can get a three-man squad. Which is an order dice. I mean, right. it's a relatively inexpensive order dice. That might be why you take Yeah, but it. you're sacrificing the order dice so they can just run around and shoot to the left, to the right, and to the rear. So, interesting. Sounds okay. like a song. Uh, like and then they've got the armored rifle infantry squad, which is just normal guys that then get the armored infantry and the mechanized fighters. What do those two rules do for us? Those are the ones we just talked about. Yeah, those are the ones we talked about, which means they have to have an M3 half-track, and some guys can be left behind to fire the guns when they dismount from the transport. Are they cheaper? Uh, No, they're more expensive. And they don't get the No, no, sorry, they're the same cost. Same cost. Right. Thank God those rules don't cost you more points, Uh, because that would be stupid. However, uh, Oh, oh. So this is... Counts as generic reinforced platoon. And for every one of these guys you include, you get an extra bazooka in your platoon. Okay, that's something at least. That, yeah, you're, you're not getting nothing out of it. What do, that's what, cool. what do you mean you get an extra bazooka? Do you get an extra opportunity extra to select? Okay. You can buy oh, a second. You can buy, you can buy a second one. Yep. Yeah, in the same single platoon. Yep. And did you say this? So if, this does count as a generic reinforced platoon selection. That's what it's saying. Yes. That's interesting. interesting. Okay, that's interesting. I like that's that. That's interesting. Okay, yeah. and it's not a zero one choice. You can have more than one of these. Well, it's an infantry choice. So right, so you could have a couple units five. if you wanted to. But you also have to have the dedicated M3. Yeah, I think oh, you'd five. only yeah, do. You'd only take one to get a second bazooka, but. Right. Hey Pat. Yeah. Since this is a generic, is this is this formation legal at Recon Rumble? <laughs> <laughs> it's actually good. It's actually good in Recon Rumble. It's like the perfect it? use for it. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm going to give you the yeah. Paul Walker response and uh, give me 48 hours and I'll get back to you. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> Contemplating his. Brain, Although anyone listening to the podcast, idea. God knows when you're getting an answer. <laughs> <laughs> Depending yes. on when you'll you're listening to it, yes. Post, you'll, post it, you'll post it on Facebook right uh, after. I will say this. Um, the player pack for Recon Rumble is going out uh, before Wednesday. Okay. And I will have, it will be included in the uh, the FAQs. There you go. There we go. That sounds fair. Mostly I'm asking because I either need to paint up some half tracks or put some guns on my ducks. So, you know. Yep. It's a weird statement if you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> guns on my ducks. Like they're going to hunt the hunters now. It's hunting season right. in Minnesota. Yeah. So, you know. hey, man, hey, man, in the intern between first and second of this episode, I went to I went and rode a duck, so, you know. Oh, cool. Oh, in, in Wisconsin, in the in Dells? In Wisconsin, in Dells, yep. Did it have a canopy? It did. Did, did anyone sink? No. And it had yeah, a, it, had a, it was open sides and it had a tearaway top canopy. Okay, so, tearaway is the, yeah, because that's the, that was what was, Velcro, That's what yeah. the Coast Guard is super freaking out about. Is yeah. You should not have a canopy on those on those vehicles anymore. No, they were never intended to have a canopy no, like were, that well, with people riding. Not in. with people riding in. No, that, and certainly not a hard canopy. No, and that was yeah. And that's what was. And how many people of fitness? Cause, <laughs> well, thirty six. <laughs> by the rules in the game, twelve. But I will tell you right now, there were I think fourteen people in that duck, and we had empty oh. seats. Yeah, the buffalo. I'm thinking the buffalo. But yeah, uh, uh, did you mean <laughs> in a duck? Not in a duck. Sorry, that was the buffalo too. Wasn't yeah, it? in a yeah. buffalo, you yeah. bet. In a duck, uh, you know, actually, you probably could have fit a jeep, but nothing else. Were you manning? Were you manning the HMG? Could have been, because you weren't going to buy any of the other ones. They was more <laughs> apt to be manning a camera, I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah. Fine. That's that's an accurate statement. Fine. But we went in and out of the water a couple times, which is pretty fucking sweet. I got. I'm not going to lie. That's really fun. They just like like down down a nice little hill. Yeah, into just the, drive into a the truck, water. and then like the water's low in the Wisconsin River, so it's like oh sandbar, and we just drove over it back into the water. <laughs> <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's hilarious. That's awesome. All right, so armored infantry mortar squad. 
Does this give you another bazooka? Let's see. Yes. Oh, okay. Oh, oh. Whoa. If the squad this is, is getting included interesting. in the platoon, you are allowed to uh, include an additional bazooka team. Uh, also, generic reinforced platoon selector. What does this unit give you? Yeah, what does it do? What's so, the order? for 60 points at regular, you get NCO three guys uh, with rifles and a light mortar. One man's the loader. What? What? Uh, yeah. And they're this is Jeff's, in this is Jeff's dream right here. No, because no, that's no just, that's just a way more expensive light mortar. Because you, yeah, you, oh, it's a you still have to cheap, take right. the half track as well. So yeah. yeah. Oh, and they'll just stay in there. So that yeah, one's that one's theme, not yeah. feeling it, but yeah. that one's the yeah, fair. Yeah. That's well, fair. wait, it gets worse. Oh, good. Oh, armored infantry machine gun squad. <laughs> I'm going to take all of these. Sixty points regular veteran and inexperienced options. Six guys. LMG. With rifle yeah, carbines, okay. but counts as rifles. Uh, you can add up to five more. Uh, NCO can have a submachine gun if you like points. Two yeah. guys can take LMGs if you like spending 20 points each in LMGs. Yeah, yeah, 40 points. I like uh, that. Two points option for anti-tank grenades. Uh, the squad is include platoon. You can have an additional bazooka. And it's the armored infantry and the mechanized fighters as well. Now, hang on just a second, Pat. This is an infantry squad, though, right? Armored infantry machine gun squad, yes. Okay, so if I wanted to, I could take the three medium machine gun teams in the U.S. rule and then five of these with two LMGs each and be like, <laughs> woo! I got, all the bazookas. Slot, I got like six bazooka slots. And I got yep. six bazookas, and I could just yell, do Ric Flair woos all day long. And it's <laughs> but you'd have to still shit. have like, you'd Plus have to have you've like also six. got at least five uh, At least yeah. five yeah. half-tracks. With well, I mean, that's yeah. movable hardcover. <laughs> That's a great way to put it. Movable hardcover. Um, what was I going to ask about that shit? I built, armor. I built 600 points of hard, movable hardcover. What? <laughs> okay. Can we go back to the mechanized, the mechanized infantry rule for a second? Does the unit that you buy have to be in the half track? So, the the first time this unit dismounts from the weapon, it means they can leave guys behind to fire. So with the mechanized yeah, sorry, the other one. The, other the armored infantry? Then. Yeah, yeah. The squad must always be given an M3 half track transport. Okay. It doesn't so, say a spot on. Right. So could another unit ride in that half track if I wanted it to? I'm just asking. For, I would. I would think so. It just like you just have a you have to have an M3 in your list. Essentially, is what it's so saying. So for each each uh, each entry that has the armored infantry, you must have the same number of M3 half tracks. Sure. But another unit could ride in if you wanted to. I would think so. Just, yeah. It, it doesn't lose okay. its transport. If um if you leave guys behind. Is it protected from being scared off the battlefield? That's that's what I asked earlier. That's what I want to know. Like, is it no longer considered a transport, or is it still considered transporting men? That's got to be in there because of the. Well, it, it doesn't have it to be. Doesn't in there. say you one think way or the other. It, it would be okay, so that'll be a question for right, the, the frequent the fact. So yep. yeah, the frequently updated because there technically isn't questions. a units left on board anymore because that unit right. that order dice has moved away. Right. Exactly. So, but Recon Rumble, armored transports don't have, don't suffer that. Mm -hmm. Oh, so, they don't lose, they aren't lost to armored closer transports to the enemy? Armored transports don't lose uh, oh, base. that's cool. Yeah, so, and that's okay. only a Recon Rumble. I can't speak for other tournaments and things like that, but the Recon Rumble specifically says armored transports do not fall victim to that empty transport rule because right. they're armored, for Christ's sake. They're, they're meant to be in the fight. That's why they have armor on them. Right. That kind of makes sense. That's cool. All right, uh, anything? Sort of. Any other amazing mechanized infantry? Yeah, you guys can see how many other things give us bazookas. Yeah. That's what we just, what's just what one more. listeners want to know. Uh, artillery, <laughs> the artillery fifth section heavy machine gun team. 
Okay. 70 points regular and experienced in veteran ops is available. Four guys for heavy machine gun. You can add two more guys at plus three or plus five or plus seven, depending on veteracy. Uh, you can, this uh, squad, including the platoon, you're allowed to include one additional HMG team and one additional bazooka team in the same platoon selector. Dear Lord. Okay, this is interesting. Because this is not—is this considered this an HMG is, this team? This is a generic. Green, yeah, yeah, it's an HMG team. Okay. So if you buy if you buy this and you get another HMG slot, could you buy another one of these in that HMG slot? So you'd have like a looping chain of bazookas. Well, is it, is it the U.S. has uh, the is it the machine gun team? One counts as three. Yep. Yes. Yeah. It's yeah. just yeah. This HMG. So you only get one slot unless you buy this, and then you can have another one. Yep. Yep. And if you buy another one of these, could you have another one? Yeah. That's what I'm asking. Oh, I mean, at some point you're running these. At some point you're out of points. You're out of points, yeah. Right. And so, you got a whole bunch of guns. That so this is the use. fifth section heavy. So you can get one of these and then get an additional normal. Got HMG. it. Got it. Okay. All right. That's that's less attractive. Fine. I, not that it was attractive before, but <laughs> just saying. <laughs> Gives, I mean, it's an HMG and you get a bazooka out of it. It I was guess, already but. questionable. They turned the lights up at the bar and you're like, oh hell no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah it's lipstick sure. on the pig, not the lipstick, but it's got a wig. <laughs> yep. Because it still has to have a half track too. Yep. Uh, no, this does not have either oh, of those rules okay. that were listed before. Oh, so. it's not mechanized infantry. Okay. No, it is not. Because uh, mm, no, an yeah, HMG okay. team is awesome. Wait, no, they're not. Not particularly. No. I think there's a really interesting theme going here. I'm just not sold well, that it's. And, and, and we're not going to go through all the, the theater selectors because there are Thank a couple you. of them that kind of kind of daisy chain these, but there is. We get to it there, you know. We'll, we'll go through the German news first, and then I'll talk about the one, the one that's will be talked about, has been talked about, and is the "Are you fucking kidding me?" selector for the U.S. But I like those. Okay. But first, sure. let's talk about the the German new units because that's the page I'm on. Uh, this one is the it's it's a headquarters unit. It's the double agent. Da, da, da. So for twenty five points, you get a double agent, no weapons. Although the model may be detected with, with one for aesthetics, <laughs> yeah. he's got uh, he's got a handful of special rules. So infiltration at the beginning of the game, choose an enemy officer unit and attach this double agent to them. Whoa. Um, uncovered positions before the start of the game, roll a dice on a roll of two or more any enemy any enemy units that use the hidden setup. <clears throat> on a roll of two or more, no enemy units may use the hidden setup. Because we always okay. use that all the time, and it's yeah, because that's a really important rule yep. that's frequently overlooked. Yes, well, that's yeah. never used. Uh, but, For, I'm um, in, until you have this, and then it'll be used all the time. Uh, special uh, special rule: a word in your ear. While the double agent is attached to an enemy officer's unit, when that unit is issued an order before an order test is taken, uh, roll a dice and consult the table below. On one to two, caught double agent has been uncovered, and they are either fled or have been. "Quote unquote," taken care of. Remove double agents. <laughs> On a three to five, undetermining authority, the officer reduces their morale bonus by one for that test. On a roll of six, false information, the officer must immediately issue a human snap to action to the closest friendly units within range that has not activated yet. Uh, no other friendly units can be ordered this unit. Okay. Uh, instead of choosing the order for this unit, roll that unit's order dice and give them the resulting order. 
<laughs> if the test okay. is failed or for whatever reason uh, cannot carry out the random order, it goes down. The owning player has full control if the unit uh, throughout, for example, yeah. So, so when they, when so they, does they that happen? When does that happen? Uh, while the W is attached, uh, the officer when a unit is issuing an order. So before, the, so so when the so HQ unit is issuing its order. Yep. He can deal test this. Yep. That's hilarious. Yeah, that's that's, that's twenty five points, right? Twenty five points. So not an order dice, though, because so you can't really do anything. Order dice. You don't get an order dice for that? Uh-uh. No, it's just an attachment. You to can't. Them. Yeah, you just attach oh, it to Oh, okay. So it doesn't say you get an order dice. Hmm. Well, if you got an you order dice, well, it's attached you, to an enemy HQ. Well, you still get a dice. What do you do with it? It it just gives you dice advantage, and it's one that you you would lose clearly because it can be removed. But if it's a cheap order dice that. It effectively hamstrings the HQ unit because you're never going to activate that right. HQ unit while you still have anyone else in your army. That yeah, shit to do anything else with. Yeah, right. This can only, by the way, be used in specific. Yeah, oh. so it's not, it's like, it's not like we don't have to worry too that much about this That was the first really cool fun thing. Oh, <laughs> and that's why it's we like, went ahead and said no. Oh, yeah. Can't have nice things. We'll here. get to another yeah. one that we've talked about. That's like, oh, that seems really cool. We get. Oh, you can't use that. Okay. Never mind. Uh, maybe maybe we should give this the same thing that we did with the chaplains. So. All right, okay. Or the intelligence officer so, for Operation Snapper. I like that one. That's a I, thumbs up. I like up. the rolling. Here you go. You have to roll your order dice, and that's what they get. I've always... Yeah, We've always thought we should do that anyway mm-hmm. at some point because I think it's hilarious, but it obviously maybe isn't. <laughs> They really have to be careful because... Okay, so there's a note here that says this is not an actual unit, therefore it does not give the player an order dice. Oh, okay, not as good. There you go. Not as good. Okay. Uh, The model is only there to mark out the affected officer's unit. It has no presence on the board and does not affect the game in any way other than described above. Okay. So they thought about that, Dale. Sorry. Uh, They've got the Kriegs Marine officer. Sounds cool. Uh, this is just... No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. He's, okay, a Na- he's a Navy guy. Come on. He's, he's a Navy guy commanding Army troops is what it came down to. So okay. he's, he's an officer, so second lieutenant, you know, the typical cost, first lieutenant, captain, and major, all standard costs. Officer up to two men, as depicted. Officer can be accompanied up to two. He's got the special rule of fish out of water. Whilst... The Kriegsmarine officer were highly trained individuals who were subject to matters experts within their own field. They did not benefit from the same extensive tactical training given to the infantry counterparts. Kriegsmarine officers do not get the Blitzkrieg special rule. And <clears throat> so, what was the Blitzkrieg special rule again? That's that, the uh, extra that's the bonus on the snap. Yeah, that's the extra snap. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's also got the naval gunfire experience. Many naval officers had considerable experience with directing naval gunfire at sea. In addition, many German coast guns, whatever, so they can activate uh, artillery guns using UMEN snapped action rules only. But they can also reroll failed order tests. So, hooray! Okay. If you got a model in a navy uniform and you're desperate to play him, sounds great. Yeah. Right. Uh, then they've got some flavor text about telling you what the ranks of the Kriegsmarine were in case you 
worried about those things. Gives you some good general background stuff. That's There's fine. some people that love that stuff, so yep. cool. Oh, that's good. why it's yeah. shaded box. Good for them. Yep. Uh, they've got an infantry squad and teams. We start with the LMG team for 50 points at regular. Uh, veteran inexperienced updates. Uh, three guys with the light machine gun. May add anti-aircraft mounts for five points. Okay, so for five points you can get the flak rule. Otherwise, it's a team. It's an LMG team. Mm. Which is for uh, how this many points? Can replace the MMG team in any selector. Hmm. How many points? Fifty. Same cost for one less shot. Five more points to give him flak. <laughs> okay. They're Germans, so they're still shooting five. Yeah, but why wouldn't you just take the MMG team so you could shoot six for the same cost? Because you don't have the five-point option for flak. Uh, yeah. And um, isn't an MMG And flak have... is important because what? Does it, Unless M- you're playing uh, yeah. Ian, you don't have to worry about flak. Does MMG... <laughs> is, it, is it the same range as the LMG? Or is there Third, a little bit uh, LMG is still 36 inches. MMG is there also 36 inches. Okay. All right. They should have made it cheaper, but oh well. <clears throat> well, hang on. They, you know, this is this is forty four in summer, so these units are getting much better. <laughs> uh, the alert battalion Paris squad. Anytime you hear it alert, you know they're going to be great. Uh, may only be used in a specific theater. Mm-hmm. Thirty five points for five inexperienced guys. You can up to five. Uh, swap your rifles. They may swap their rifles for pistols at only minus two. Mm. NCO can have a submachine gun, plus three. Uh, you can give one due to Panzerfaust. Entire squad may be shirkers for minus three guys. Well, the combo to keep them from being one point, right? So basically they're two points with pistols mm. and shirkers. Mm. Mm. Still two points. Right. Yeah. It's tasty a little bit. Especially with the mm-hmm. Panzerfaust running around in there. So, That's not so, so bad. five to ten guys. Two points each? Ten, point, ten points for five dudes? I, I, I guess you're just limited by slots, but... Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I'd yeah, go back and forth. Can you, you can have a Panzerfaust? One. So 15 points for a <laughs> I mean, unit five. running around with Panzerfaust? Anyways... It's just one of that, that's, uh, that's kind of a different option. So, all right. Yeah, it's that's unique. All right. So then we've got the Paris Alert Squad. You know, anytime you have an alert in there, they're generally not good. I'm just I'm just pointing that out. You're usually B Squad for sure. Uh, by the way, the, the, these are both only uh, have a, a theater in particular oh. to be allowed in. So, right. so we've got the same uh, five guys for 35 inexperienced. The only ability again five more for seven more. Uh, these guys can have. Uh, up to two mis- submachine guns, one LMG, and one Panzerfaust, but they're the no shirker option. So apparently in Paris they were a little more steady on their feet, I guess. Hmm. It must have been all the bagels and all the baguettes and wine. Something. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> so we got a couple vehicles in here too. We got the Panzer One off sea because we needed more. Well, Panzer running. 1C. Not Panzer. Yeah. Yeah. Not Panther. 
I'm aware, yeah. Sure. Panzer 1. See, that's why I'm wondering who the hell is still using it this late in the war. Uh, Paris. Counts as a tank for purposes of generic reinforced okay. platoon selector. I mean, just barely. Okay. <laughs> uh, and also there's a, a couple other theaters that can be taken in. So 115 at regular, has an experienced options, has a turret-mounted EW-141 experimental gun. Yeah, I'm excited about that. And a coaxial image. Yeah, usually. It's an 8+, plus, so... Uh, although the anti-tank rifle had seen its day, this weapon was quite effective firing high-velocity rounds combined in, in squeeze-bore barrel. It has the following profile. 36-inch, two shots, plus two pen. Squeeze-bore at ranges of 18. It has a base penetration of plus three. Experimental or relatively high rate of fire combined with the large-caliber rounds wore out the barrel quickly when rolling to hit. If a double or triple one is rolled, reduce the gun shot value to one for the rest of the game. What? Sure. Could you get three shots? Wait, two what? shots. Two shots. Okay. I don't know how you get triple ones out of two shots. Yeah, that's what I was confused by. Like, <laughs> did you just say triples? It said if it's only doubles or triple happen. one out of two uh, shots. I, th I think they're getting that you your two shots are both. No, no, that doesn't work. <laughs> I don't know how you. I don't know how you get a triple one there. It's I'm, never I'm, I'm, gonna happen. I'm sorry, so, I mentioned the formula in Excel and it's giving me math error right here. So yeah. what? Um, yeah. What is it at regular? 115. One. So one, for, it, for it's two shots. It's 115 for a two-shot anti-tank rifle. For Are you sure it's not in, two barrels of two shots each? In an eight armor, in an eight armor tank. Yep. It, it's got one turret-mounted experimental gun and a coaxial MMG, and the, the line says 36 two shots plus two pen. So, so it's it like at one barrel. Ranges up to 18 goes to a plus three pen. So if you get within 18 inches on a side shot of another vehicle, that's plus four pen. When rolling to hit, if a double or triple one... How do you, how do you roll a triple one on two dice? You can't. I, mean, you, you <laughs> can't. Yes, I think there's a mistake in so. there somehow. Wait, maybe if you're shooting the MMG, it burns out the main barrel. But it's coaxial. <laughs> well, okay, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Um, oh yeah, I guess something maybe a little. Yeah. Rules is written, I guess. If you're rolling the six MMGs and you get triple ones, that that somehow it turns out the, the adjacent barrel. coaxial gun. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. And we're, is this is this allowed in reinforced platoons, or does this not matter? It is. It is reinforced. Okay. It is. Oh, that's right. It counts as a tank. That's right. I kind um, of like this. I I not for the points. I don't. It's uh, only yeah. hundred and ten points. Two tank slot. Yeah, but like a. Well, okay, so a Panzerwerfer is cheaper. Uh, yeah, but that, count, that counts as your slot, doesn't it? Yeah, it's in the same slot. You're same right. slot. Panzer 38T, cheaper, better gun. Okay. Better guns. All right. <laughs> There's plenty of other Panzer options that are pretty good. Yeah, There's so, that's so fair. many tank options that this just doesn't... This this has a place for theme. This doesn't really feel competitive to me. All right. It's got a place for theme, though. I bet it looks cool. I mean, you're gonna be like, "Yeah, I got a Panzer One C," and someone's gonna go, "What the?" Fuck? Yeah, but I, what is two, two plus three pen. That's that's. It's, it's a baguette counter. Interesting. Okay. Hundred hundred points in a, a Panzer Thirty Five R. I mean, hundred points. I can do that. Is a plus four gun, but it's got two. That. It's got two shots. Is the thing. I could do that with an auto cannon. Right, you could do that with an auto cannon. A heavy Panzer. auto cannon will give you two shots and plus three. At any range. I can't remember which. I can't remember which that one is. Can you can I'm you get your to... heavy auto cannon on? Uh, Panzer One chassis? No, most of them are on the SK XXXX with the open top. So right, 
I, I just in our armor car slots. I, I'm not saying it's great or anything. I'm just intrigued by this one. So okay. okay. Right. Would you prefer to have one shot or? I like that you have right. two shots. I really okay, so like that a, you have two shots there. Okay, so for 105 points, you can get a Panzer 38T with a light auto cannon. The light automatic cannon, yeah, auto cannon for 105 points. That's um, so it's basically two essentially one the same plates, thing. Right? Correct. Yep. Plus two at two. Well, now again, two if you're using, using template. the templates, there it's only a plus one pen. Right, because yeah, you don't get to use the templates and the plus two pen. Right. But you get one or the other. You still get two shots at plus two, or you get two one-inch templates at plus okay. one. Okay. An- another alternative, you're going to spend... This was 105, you said, Pat? 115. Yeah, 105. 100, it's 115 no. for regular? Yes. Oh, okay. yeah. Panzer II Lukes, Lynx, 115 points. Turret-mounted, light auto cannon, coaxial MMG, 8-plus, not open-topped, and it's got recce. Oh, this has got recce, yeah. That's a pretty good choice. That's for 115. Just a direct upgrade. It's, and it's, it's yeah, but how many, how many baguettes does it hold? Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's like a dozen. Yeah, the recce. All, all the French. Yeah, the recce is <laughs> it's, huge. It, it's all the French. Again, this is Normandy. So yeah, it's, okay, you know, that's was, better. I like there. the links. So, well, all right, right. So one last entry here, uh, which is the horse wagon. The horse wagon? So 15, 18 points regular. Sorry, 18 points regular. No weapons. Uh, three plus, literally soft skin. Can transport up to six guys uh, or any light gun or howitzer. It's slow in towing artillery. It is available in the reinforced platoon. Is not available in armored platoons. Okay. I am so underwhelmed. We saw by this a lot. back in D Day Two and D Day One. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and that, okay. that's 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 all for new units. All right. Uh, I'm gonna hit okay. asterisks on that one. Uh oh. Uh, let's 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 go for it. What what's the asterisk? Let's go for the disclaimer now. Okay, so uh, I'm gonna jump to this, and then we'll come back to. I'm just gonna talk about it. I'm not gonna read any entries because I'll leave that for anyone who wants to get the book because they'll be excited about it, and then we'll talk about the one theater selector I want to talk about. So also in this book, if you recall in D Day Two book, they had that uh, special forces British army list, the yep. commando list. The commando list that had, mm-hmm. you know, all the entries updated with the special rules and all that stuff. This book also has that for uh, the U.S. Army Rangers, their own special army list. Army list, yes. Uh, same for the U.S. Airborne, the SAS in French, a Falsham Jaeger, and a Waffen SS. Complete army lists for all of those elite forces. Okay. That's those, nice. Those are. The same mm-hmm. thing that we did, we you know, same thing they did in DA two. They did the same thing for all those in this book. They they tailored out all those, you know. So you've got HQ selections, you've got the mortar selections, the machine gun teams. If you use those and the Zooks and all that stuff, so that's that's all in this book. Okay. So basically, full generic reinforced platoon selectors for these army lists. <clears throat> in a sense, yes. In a sense, no, because they're okay. not. It's, they're not units that are allowed in the gen- generic reinforced. They're just they're just army lists. So if your TO is allowing army lists from campaign books, then yes, this is an army list. Okay. So <laughs> it, it, none of them are units that can be taken in any other re- generic reinforced platoon, but they are army lists in and of themselves for whatever sure. the hell that means. Like the Chinese <laughs> list, uh, Chinese army list was a list in the Japanese book. Yeah. So. Sure. Right. So you'll okay. see. Like the gold level says, only armies from 
only list allowed from XHX, and then yeah. they also say, like, and the Australians from this one, because they're kind of neat, and the Chinese ones, because, well, we fact the crap out of them, no one's to play them anyway, and that's it, you could just take those. Right. But, <laughs> uh, so, that being said, here's, here's, here's one of the theater selectors I know a lot of people have talked about, is the United States theater selector is called the Bloody Gulch. Okay, yep, I've heard the name. Yeah, uh, so this is, uh, so you've got your standard lieutenant requirements. He can be first or second from either Armies of the United States or the Airborne. Keep that in mind because the compulsory two units must also be from the same selector, so either Armies of or... Sure, okay. Or the, or the Airborne. Yep, yep, okay. yep, yep, okay. So that makes sense. Like a fool, I set my glasses down like, it was, like I thought I could memorize this thing. <laughs> uh, old man eyes, here we go. All right, so then they got the HQ, which is typical. Uh, artillery, you know, observers, medics, captains, yeah, yeah, no one takes them. Cares. Uh, and then 03 infantry from paratrooper squads, Normandy, regular infantry, sure, that's great. 01 airborne light mortar, 01 medium mortar, 01 medium machine gun. Uh, so the mortar and machine gun and zook team and sniper all have some special rules behind them. I'll get to in just a second. Uh, zero one gun from light artillery. Um, the thirty seven anti tank gun or the fifty seven anti tank gun takes those. And then zero three vehicles from yeah zero three zero three. Okay. Vehicles from M4 Sherman 75, the Hellcat, or the Jackson. Jesus, and then transports okay. per. So, we'd mentioned those asterisks before because this, this unit had, this theater has special rules to it. Uh, and those are, uh, we don't go alone. Uh, so, the second amp. Second armored would not uh, venture into it, so so they can only take zero one vehicles, zero one vehicle per regular infantry squad, to a max of three vehicles. Okay, so you can't just take three tanks; you got to take the infantry to support them. Mm -hmm. Correct. Okay. And then the armored infantry support also doubles up on that. Uh, the unit marks the asterisk may only be taken as either second armored or hundred first. So basically, you have to match what you've taken from your compulsory. Okay. And then uh, all armored vehicles must always be placed in either the first or first wave or reserve. So any vehicle you take from this platoon can't be deployed or can't be uh, in setup. They have to be reserve or they have to be first wave. Okay. Sure. So there you go. That's other than that, zero three tanks and a single reinforced platoon or a single theater platoon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know there's a lot of people looking at this one. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Because, you know what? The M4 75mm, that's the one with the 2-inch HE, and that's that's my go-to. It's go a great tank. It's a fucking awesome tank. Yeah. I took that one to Bug Eater. It was awesome. Yep. It did great. Cool. What, um, what were the special little rules for the team weapons? Um... So the double asterisk meant that they had to. Any they must be taken as either second armored. So they have to match the either they're part of the armored or they're part of the airborne. Okay. You have to All match right. the compulsory. Okay. Okay. 
So if it doesn't allow mixing matching, it's either you're doing <coughs> this theme or that theme. But you get you get three seventy-five millimeter Shermans in your list. That's cool. So yeah, as long as you have three yeah. infantry. And you re can recreate that scene from Band of Brothers. It's great. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's that's it exactly. Yeah, I like that. Yep, I'm cool with that. That's fun. Mm -hmm. So in a nutshell, and again, I'm, I'm not going to go through all the, the new army lists because we kind of gave you a nutshell what they were, and we talked right. about those with the commandos. And you want to see more of them by the book. Yeah, they did. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I have the book. I've seen yep. more of them. I'm, I, I'm really intrigued about how good a full army ranger list could be mm -hmm. because they got yeah. the move, but damn, they're so expensive. They really are. Yep. Yeah, you're paying but the price wow, for that. The, for would that, that would be so effing cool if it really worked on the game table. I'm <laughs> just saying. I, I mean, well, I think I it'd mean, be hilarious to play a British player. He's like, well, I'm going to do my prep bombardment. You're like, no, you're not. <laughs> right. like, yeah, nothing's left in the zone. Sorry. Yeah, even, even I, my mortar and howitzer have left the zone, so yep. you know, do whatever you want to. <laughs> That'd be pretty sweet, actually. I, I'd pay for it because I hate preparatory bombardments. Yep. Same. They always seem to Me. score a lot of hits on me. Right, and then, and I'll roll the one. Yeah, Be like damn it. Or they force like, you to keep that, that, one, that one hit piece off the table that seems to not want to come in when you want it to. That too. Yeah, that that there's that too for sure. But if it all runs up, gets out of the deployment zone, as we know, you can't hit it. It doesn't yeah. take the shots. Yep. Which is amazing. Until they ratted that out, because someone's like, "Wait a minute, no, I should be able to hit those." I showed up at a at a, at a game and I had my list, and I didn't realize this was a thing. Alessio, can you change that for me? <laughs> No, I digress. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> it's not that bad. I wasn't. I didn't. I wasn't going to complain. I wasn't going to complain about that. I was just saying somebody might not be happy about it. <laughs> or it's okay. somebody go like, "Wow, that's really cool. That's neat. That's good." That's job. the proper. I honestly response. think that's the proper. That should be the proper response, yeah. and it doesn't come up very frequently because who, who has an army that doesn't go into deployment zone? But that would be cool. Yeah, that would be. So your I band of brothers agree. box set, which is, I believe, all rangers. Now you got You get a whole army list you can put on them. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, essentially Rangers, but yes, they're airborne. There's a Rangers box that gives you a bunch of cooler oh, that's right. bits and bobs, right? Good right, it gives you like metal pieces that go on the essentially the airborne kit, correct? No, they go on the regular army kit. Oh, it's on a normal infantry kit? Okay. Yep. The old infantry kit, I'm assuming. The old yeah. one, yeah. I cannibalized all the pewter pieces and put them in on different things, so. Sure. Because they look cool. They're, it's a great box. I just didn't want to use them specifically for what they were intended. <laughs> yeah, sir. <laughs> um, I, I feel like they've kind of hit a format that's working for me a little bit, at least. They're, yeah, they're in a groove now, at least. Yeah. I Now they're going to stop doing D-Day books, unfortunately, so now they're going to maybe well, they've not done, do they've it done anymore. So, yeah. And now they've okay. got their Italian 1 coming out, and Italian 2 is... During the break, we confirmed there's Italian book 2 coming out. Mm -hmm. so. Yep. Okay. Maybe Italian Book Three? No. No. Okay. Not that we've heard anyway. That'd be that'd be a lot of Italian bad bad Italian. Well, maybe, maybe a recipe book. I don't, I don't know. But, <laughs> the Warlord <laughs> recipe yeah. book. Here's how you make an MRE. Although I guess did they have MREs back then? No. Probably not. Uh, no, not yet. They, yeah. They were yeah, still reliant yeah. on Oreo cookies and Butterfingers or something like that. So. Jesus Christ. Mm, Butterfingers. Sounds amazing. No, Thank God Halloween's just around the corner. It is. Can you know my kids' candy? Hurrah. Do you guys want to know how close Snafu, Operation Snafu is? Nope. 
Don't need to be told. Yeah, I'm having a panic attack already. I don't. I don't. Need to be I need to send Dale the logo. I presume. Oh yes, please. I, I would like. I think it it's Dunnish. Uh, we can talk about that in a second, but yeah, it's around the corner, isn't it? It's yeah. creeping. Uh, it's gonna pounce fun. on us pretty soon. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> sign up if so, you haven't. If you have signed up, we're, we're at, watch. How many are we at, Pat? Watch your uh, emails. There's only four spots left, guys. So, That's amazing. Uh, and there is six spots left for Recon Rumble. Holy crap! Recon Rumble might sell out. Nice, mm. dude. People, people are are itching for uh, some bolting. It, those half tracks tournament for sure. Yeah, those half tracks yeah. for half tracks. <laughs> it's gotta be half tracks. Okay, so maybe that's sorry, a... so we get our prize support in. I should just what go buy all the half tracks I can and put them in there. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> you should demand a discount though. But these never see play. I got a couple places Being I can half tracks from or discounts from. So yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> just all the M3s you can find. Like ah, so you so make a bazooka army. If I take enough. Dust off to see your price tag. Will you give me thirty percent off? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if you're lucky. Hopefully. We want to talk about the other thing. The other thing. What other thing? No. Yes, of course we should talk about the other. What thing. other thing? What other thing? Uh, Nebelwerfers. Um, <laughs> we want to talk about no. the sounds of Nebelwerfers. Because that's the most appealing noise you'll ever hear in your entire life is the sound of a Nebelwerfer. Only if it's <laughs> followed by great strategic advice from top players. Yeah, that's true. So uh, to, to start a story here, we we reached a point on Patreon, thank you all of our supporters, mm-hmm. that got us to a point where we were contemplating we have to start doing a second episode. So a second episode a month, excuse me, because we do more than one episode a year. Um, we, we've <laughs> we've done most, most years. We've done most 64 years. so far, so yes, we've yeah, done, right. we have done a sixth. We're, we we're, we <laughs> we're on our 65th attempt at our first episode, so it's yes. true. <laughs> More like our sixty seventh or sixty eighth, actually. Uh, actually, didn't we have we had at least we one, had at least one launch start yeah. And, and, yeah. and one rubbish fire? So yeah, there's a couple in there. Yeah, right. Because we had the one that I did, screwed up the microphone. Whatever. Anyway, so in the light of that, we were like, how can we do this differently? Reward our patreons a little bit, and maybe you know switch up a format so we aren't doing the same thing every time you hear us. So, I Dale, we you know we had a lot of conversation around it. And I think Dale came up with the final. The final answer for the first round of them, at least, and I think um, it it rings true to me. I think it's a, a great opportunity for us to do something that's a little different, um, that is supplemental to what we're doing here. This is never going. This isn't going away because we're doing something and else. And we're sorry about that. Yeah, maybe if if you're listening. Um, but what we're doing is we're going to start interviewing some other people outside of our group. Uh, some of them are inside a group to some degree. Um, well, every, everyone's within six degrees of Kevin Bacon, so. Th- that's true, too. Um, and they're all within, like, three degrees of Alessio, because I think that matters to me more than Kevin Bacon. They're all within so. two degrees of bolt action. <laughs> if, if not one degree of bolt action. Let's yeah, that. they're all within one degree, they're of, bolt one degree of bolt action. I mean, that's 100% certain. It's that, and at least in, the first, in, at least in the first round of our interviews. So we're interviewing. Um, we've reached out to all of our contacts. We've found people that want to, that are... You know, I would say highly competitive, right, Dale? I'd say most of these people are in the, the yeah I, I, upper upper tier of competitive play. I consider them uh, top competitive players, right? So and or deep dive into predominant uh, figures within the community within the competitive play community. 
you go. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. So we, we, you know, we've recorded our first first two of them, and we will be doing them in supplement of our normal episodes when we have an opportunity to release them. Um, the Patreons will get to hear them first. Correct. Are we yep. still agreeing that that's what we're yep. doing? So yep. the so the Patreons will get the first will get the first month before everyone else. That's not to say that normal, uh, non-supporting members don't get to listen to it. Um, so when we release the second episode, the first episode will release for general consumption. So it gives you an incentive to sign up early. It's going to be probably about a month in between episodes. Um, Dale and I recorded one, and Pat and Dale recorded another one. Yep. Uh, so we have started this. It's awesome so far, I would say. I well, as far as our, us interviewing people goes, as far as uh, as far as reviewing and editing them, <laughs> I guess. Okay. I mean, we we've been um, at this for sixty, however many episodes, and it's clear we think highly of ourselves as well. Otherwise, we wouldn't. This, um, this is true. We wouldn't. I, I continue. We have gone- so um, so the idea with the series, it's just an eight. It's an eight episode, eight episodes, um, eight players that um, we've reached out to. Seven so far. We need to find an eight that I'm kind of excited about. But yeah. First two episodes have been, or first two interviews have been, have been great. So, yep, mm-hmm. it's a little bit challenging from a scheduling standpoint because several of these people are overseas and several time zones away from us. So, mm-hmm. our nighttime is there at breakfast and, and vice versa. Their so it's availability is right in the middle of our not available. Yeah, basically, yeah, <laughs> yeah, sounds about right. <laughs> but, but we're working through it. Um, I'm excited for the opportunity to do this series. Uh, I think. I'm learning. I learned from the one that I've done. I haven't listened to the other one yet, but I'm excited to listen to it to get some insight into other people's brains. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of an interesting exercise on our part. Yeah, it's 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 been a lot of fun. The idea is to give you guys the, those who are listening, in particular, our patrons, as a thank you to them. Um, yep. Just a little bit of um, someone else to listen to, some additional ideas, you know, topics or or competitive play discussions, metas from outside of a region that you might be familiar with so um or you may find out that well wait maybe there isn't as big a difference between yourself as a player and 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 these other top tier players so mm-hmm. yeah it's been a really good fun exercise so far so sweet absolutely cool so stay tuned for that we will announce it soon when we can start releasing them i'm not sure exactly when we're gonna i think we wanted to get a good little backlog of them set up so that we aren't scrambling every month to get them all done before we start doing yeah, these. Yeah, those that we reach out to, we haven't forgot about you. We're just schedule, 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 you know. Mm-hmm. Right. So this this month was hard enough to get and, and this thanks, episode done. Thanks, first of all, for agreeing <laughs> to it, and we will yeah. get to you. Yeah. We promise. Yep. Yeah, thanks so much. Uh, it's, it is it is a great a great experience for all of us. I I mean, I know the interview that I was involved with, was very. he was very excited to be able to be a part of it, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, he seemed to be excited. Maybe he was just laughing at us. I don't know. It's one or the other. I, they've they've gone really well. It's been a lot of fun, and I'm yeah. I'm excited to hear what what you guys do. Uh, effectively, with the format, it's just two of us spend some time going through, and we ask we ask each of the players the same questions. Um, so there will be a, a similar format as they as you go through and um, and listen to what what they have to say. So, yep. Mm-hmm. And they break down a scenario, which is another cool idea. Yeah, that's right. So we deep dive into the specifics and what they're thinking about when they approach the table look at the terrain do they have a plan for the first third of the game the middle of the game the end of the game mm-hmm. you know and what are the considerations as far as deployment goes or order dice trading or target acquisition all those kinds of things so um yeah so the idea was really to just to kind of pull out 
you know their brains a little bit to see what their approach was and mm-hmm. um, and, and 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 again the approach isn't to for you guys to hear what we have to say because you get way too much of that anyways it's really to kind of hear what 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 these top players have to say and what they're thinking but yeah really good yeah. stuff yeah we're the we're the beer and pretzel podcast yeah i'm okay with that right? i like beer right? and pretzels. <laughs> no I, like, I, I do too i just think it's funny when we uh we get mentioned in in uh social media channels that we are the beer and pretzel um podcast actually that's probably well, good, we actually, probably social media that's nice oh. We do actually occasionally we still do. get mentioned in social media, uh, I'm, and I'm the weirdo that goes and searches for it. So, Pri- primarily because it's nice for us to be able to be like, hey, we are, you know, we do this thing. We're doing our, you know, we do Operation Snafu. Um, I'm a, I'm a, I'm one of the admins in our Facebook group, uh, the the Bolt Action, the Twin Cities Bolt Action, and some guy joined us, and I'm like. This guy's account has literally been active for three hours. I don't know who this person is. So I reached out. And I'm like, are you a real person, not a bot? And he's like, I live in St. Cloud. I'm like, oh, okay, coming down anytime. I'm in, and I'm like, hey, and do you know about Operations Nafu? He's like, I don't. I'm like, here you go. <laughs> and so hopefully you'll see a new sign up from, <laughs> actually, he's from Malax. So, but nonetheless, so I was very intrigued by, like, you know, just oh, random social media occurrences. So, yeah, cool. We have actually, but that's still pretty good. Uh, he might fly in from Seattle though, because I guess he works part time in Seattle. So there you Jeez, go. All right. Like flying from Seattle, that's a pretty long drive or long flight, I guess. Yeah, his arms are going to be anyway. tired. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's that's a nice place to end it right uh, there. That was the dad uh, joke. Thank you. <laughs> and we lost the last five people that were listening. So <laughs> that was it. Right well, I was going to say both right, of them, but that's fine. Uh, same there difference. Still five? What? <laughs> All right. Well, then, then that's time to say goodnight. Then we've had a lot of ch- topics to talk about. So uh, stay tuned for more. Obviously, we'll be posting things when things come yeah, up. Yeah, next and... one's going to probably be very intense and probably around the Operation Snafu and uh, what's going on with that because we'll be in it. Uh, on the cusp. Oh, right before it. it yeah. yeah. Right we'll before We'll be on yeah. the event horizon of Operation Snafu. Well I'll, be, well, I'll be tweaking out and sound like we're stressed we'll, as shit we'll try and get Jeff probably. off the cliff and you know talk him back in it'll be, it'll be good I'm excited I'm excited for all of it oh lord yeah me too it's around the corner okay we will talk to you soon Pat lead us out of here alright this is Snafu over and out Good night, guys Good night, everybody Good night. with you heart and soul the way a fool would do madly because you held me tight and stole a kiss in a night heart and soul I beg to be adored lost control and tumbled overboard Gladly, that magic night we kissed there in the moonlight. Ah, oh, but your lips were thrilling, much too. Sweet.
I've not listened yet. I'm sorry. No. It was just more of a do you remember it the how we talked about it? Was um, brutal. I don't remember we talked about half of the episode anyway, so like during the episode I forget what we're talking about, so <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't sound anything new for me. <laughs> like the second half, I'm like, what did we talk about in the first half? Oh yeah, okay. Like, dude, it was it was three minutes ago. 